wisdom teeth, power stone, and love. Our pod is an awesome pod. What do you think about Kyle Watula? What do you think about Kyle oh, he's, Watula? He's on the phone with you right now. What do you think about Kyle Watula? He's a great man, a great friend, and a horrible driver. What about a mini driver? A mini driver? <laughs> uh, no, he's like the professor, man. He's the godfather of ESAV and the reason we all play and are good at it. So, so those are some uh, pretty nice words there from uh, Action Hank. Um, yeah, see you later. It is a good <laughs> I feel like, yeah, and I feel like he was a big guy. What do you think about Kyle Watula? Uh, way too smart for his own good. What do you think about Kyle Watula? Good guy, love him. Great guy, a lot of potential? <laughs> that too, yeah. Sonic Spear, what do you think about Kyle Watula? He's got some nice pants. He's got some nice pants? <laughs> what did you say? He's got some nice pants. You heard it here first. Hey, what do you what do you think about Kyle Watula? I love him. He's a great guy. He likes staff punk. I do too. Keep those on. <laughs> Tool? I don't, I, don't, I don't really listen to Tool. Hey, What's his? But I love you. What's his favorite? He's got the wolf pants. What do you think? <laughs> He's got the AE both mediums wolf pants. What do you think Kyle's favorite Daft Punk album is? Um, Ram. You think so? I really? Think so. I, bur- I burn him that album. Because every time... Shout-outs to stealing music from Daft Punk. Every time I got into his car after Ram came out, it was always Ram. It was always Ram. No, always no, Ram. No. Do, you remember, do you remember Ram Jam? I do remember. Whoa, Black Betty. Ram, Ram, whoa. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. Discovery? Just probably, like yeah, like probably. Rare? Probably. Ram's a hot take. There used to be a Discovery Ram, Zone, right? Ram is fucking... Ram is good, but... It was I up mean, Discovery? No, the DZ? I know. Yeah. Man, I know. I, it's hard to say because them three albums. It's raining here. Fucking amazing. Yeah, there might be a, a tornado coming. There's a tornado warning. It's gonna take up all the animals at the zoo. Cincy, Cincy, Cincy Clash is Cincy Clash is the dead mall versus tornado. That's what it is. All right, everybody. R.I.P. Dead Mall. See you next time. Boom. What's up, everybody? It is me, YGS. We are back once again with Fetus of Pod, the FOP, episode eight. And I'm here with a very special guest, a very wonderful friend of mine. Without further ado, Kyle W, VMP Kyle W. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, yo. Uh, just stoked to be here, man. Thanks so much for the, the invite. And man. let's uh, let's uncover some pages of yeah. history. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, have a laugh while we're doing it. I hope. Yeah, I'm uh and, and some coffee, like some old men. We're we're having a coffee date here. It's like ten where Kyle is. It's it's one in Cincinnati. So you know, it's get, a, get your pillows ready, right? Yeah, Ready's yeah. Actually, I actually have my pillows because I'm in this really uncomfortable chair, <laughs> and I'm literally <laughs> I'm literally sitting on like two pillows to prop up, and I have them behind my back, and I'm already sweating. It's great. It's really hot here today. Um, so does a does a back pillow count as pillow talk? Uh, That's the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. It counts. It counts as it counts as pillow talk. This is this is me and Kyle's coffee date, but pillow talk as well. So, and I actually, I want to take I want to take my shirt off if that's okay with you because it's pretty hot. It's getting really really steamy in this uh, in this this podcast already, man. This is what happens when you get me and him just just me and him talking with with no vampire with no, no oh. nothing to look at on the screen. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm happy you're here. Thanks for doing this. You already know what it is. Um. But yeah, 
as I said, without further ado, do after I drink this coffee, <laughs> um, Kyle, let's get into it. Um, so you've been around the scene for quite a long time, probably as long as me. Uh, I think probably about the same. Um, let's get into like your gaming like origin story. I know you have a very long history of this. So uh, first memories, what can you think of in your video game vacation here? <laughs> oh man, your video game Good. life. Good stuff. So like. What does it start? It starts in, in the womb, next to the fetus of God. <laughs> You're the fetus yeah. of mod. I'm the fetus of pod. <laughs> this is the mod kicked, pod. Yeah, Jason kicked me out of the womb. And, that's right. Uh, that's, how it, Twins. that's how it started. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, the same type of childhood, uh, brotherly, just having a good time and hanging out story that I think you and your brother. Oh, have, yeah, right? I can totally relate. For sure. For yeah, sure. like Jason and I grew up like with getting primal rage for christmas and same like, here yeah actually a funny one there is i remember um we're gonna jump around like this no 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 this that's how this works right that's how this works yeah yeah i remember um just moving to cincinnati and just seeing the uh, arcade legacy for the first time yeah and i'm like oh this is neat and this is back when facebook was still a thing like we actually like <laughs> used that damn it wasn't right? taken over by boomer right-wing propaganda like yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> it was the new myspace yeah. at the time sure yeah yeah so um, I was looking at the Neo MySpace, and I was just like seeing who are all these folks at the arcade? Like who is who, and like who should I be avoiding? Who's someone who would be nice to hang out with, right? Yeah. And I found this crazy fucking bastard uh -huh. who had a profile picture of themselves as like a six-year-old, maybe seven, holding up a video game copy of Primal Rage, like legitimate from Christmas. It was like their kid Christmas picture, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that that was you, Luke. That was like one of my first memories of you. That's funny. Your Facebook profile. <laughs> I remember that picture. I, I remember that picture. Yeah, I remember getting Primal Rage for Sega Genesis for Christmas, like ninety four, ninety three, something like that. Yeah. Damn. That yeah. you remember that? That's funny. I've yeah, been on yeah. Facebook for fucking years, dude. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that game was quite special to me and Jason as well because, uh, God, I remember. I remember actually growing up here in the Seattle area. They have a like. Uh, uh, city communal space where they have like the the roller rink, the ice rink, the okay. game sports center, like the the event lawn, that type of thing. Like a family this, event this, center, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of different like all the museums and the whatever is there. Anyways, okay, okay. Um, this one thing that's really particularly interesting is like um a, a significant science center. So they've got like interactive things for like kids to learn science and play with the water. And I think we have something like that in North Ohio. It's like right? a children's like, museum and they have one in Indianapolis. That's like world renowned and like really big. Kosai? Kosai's in Columbus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think it's similar to like a Kosai, right? Okay. Okay. But anyways, um, I, I distinctly remember being at, at this place and, uh, they had a game testing, actual like public game testing event. And I remember Jason and I played like game, literally game tested Primal Rage. Oh my like, god! Because it was like dinosaurs and shit. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, wow. and we were like, fuck, what, six, seven, eight years old? That game was, was cool mind blowing. It was like claymation. It was so, so cool. Yeah. Yep. And I remember we were all excited about the blood and all excited about the peeing. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And then like, uh, then we bought the game. That was a couple years later. We had actually moved to Kentucky at this point, so we're still like really young children. But Seattle, then Kentucky, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of, jeez, uh, elementary school, fourth, fifth grade, something like that, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, I remember distinctively getting the SNES version, and then like being upset Ooh. that there was, there was no blood, there was no gore, no pee. I, like, 
there's no Al Gore, no climate change. Thanks. I remember like actually <laughs> ri- like writing a letter to Capcom, like asking why you wrote the Midway. Do- I remember you telling me oh, this. Sorry. Yeah, Midway. My bad. You're good. You're why good. Why couldn't do um like the the chaos fatality because yeah. it was a cool. <laughs> yeah, he peed and turned. He peed and turned. He peed on you and turned you into stone, and it was not in the SNES version at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's a a bit of a background to why that. That picture of you holding up Primal Rage was so special to me because I was like, this guy fucking knows how good Primal Rage Yeah, man. Yeah, that game was fucking amazing, dude. Still love it. But yeah. Cool. So um, back to the original question. You were talking about uh, what's the origin story? Like how... Yeah. 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 And I I think like the the most interesting part about anyone's origin story is their first real exposure to actual like higher level competitive gaming. Fucking right. mind blowing, like, right? The yeah. first time it fucking like hits you in the face and like gives your brain a massage, and you realize like there's this whole layer, something to this else thing to this. Of, yeah, yeah, it is is quite the eye opening like bend you over experience. Like you're <laughs> by the time you're done, you're like Folded. walking down the stairs backwards like uh, that bitch from Exorcist, right? You're like Linda humans, Blair. human centipede or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gross. Look, <laughs> that's fucking horror movie. <laughs> My God. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. So um. Um, I think the apex of that story would be uh, like so. Jason and I, growing up, like fighting games, play together very casually, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, as good as you could, right? Getting mad because one person's doing the same move over and over, and the other one's losing to it, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like bit bit older. We like we like Guilty Gear a lot. Like I remember getting the first Guilty Gear for Christmas, and then the next for year, PS One. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you're legit. You're legit. You legit played PS1 Guilty Gear. Not many fuckers can say that. Seriously. And we were so um, unexperienced in like fighting games and the technical that we didn't even know how broken that game was. We thought <laughs> it was like a fine and balanced like you know game. <laughs> no one knew at that point, dude. There was no info. No. no one's old enough to understand. Yeah. 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 So, a couple years uh, next year, we got I think Guilty Gear XX. And that's about the time we started driving and like venturing out and yeah. meeting new people. And that was the real shit. I remember shit. being yeah. being just a young pup and going to um, some early cons, right? And cons were so interesting because it like it hit all the interest. It hit like the pop culture, the movies, the anime, the gaming. Yeah. You got like your slice of life of like what it was to be 15, 14, 16, like at that time, right? I had like all the otaku nerd shit, DDR, fighting games, whatever you were into, you know? Yeah, you could buy shit there. You couldn't even buy at like at KB Toys. Yeah, right? they had a, it was all imported shit, right? They had a vendor room with all kinds of imported Japanese games and shit and manga, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I recall we were Jason and I were so excited to like play. Yeah. And we were we were actually signed up for all the fighting games, and we enjoyed Guiltier the most, and we were doing like okay against everybody else because everybody else was as as bad as we were, right? Sure. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And we met. One guy who, little older, very nice, just blew our absolute fucking mind. His name is Kenji Bliss. Oh, goes Kenji, by, yeah. Goes K- by KV Nova. Mm-hmm. And this guy is uh, so nice and smart. And he he beat our ass all day long. And it was the most enjoyable, like, learning experience that we ever had. Like, we in, like that day alone, we learned about, like, the power of knockdowns, what Oki is, how to mix up your offense, like, wow. how to block of dust and it was we knew that year like we had so much work ahead of us but we actually had guidance on how to get better that's right? fucking awesome so kenji was like your first uh foray into that
and I like literally, we were so young, Luke. We might have been in like freshman year. It's ridiculous. Literally, our only goal go back and get a win on. And I remember like the next year, we were significant. You're kind of breaking up, back. Kyle. You're kind of breaking up. No, oh, my bad. It's all good. Better, better. Yeah. yeah. So we, I remember specifically our only goal. Like we wanted to get better and compete with each other, but we wanted to go on Kenji. So I remember like the next year we'd go back and we're, we're much better, right? We're not getting wins, but we are getting rounds. Yeah. And we're like talking about interactions like more specifically, right? And then, and that was, we could see our progress, but it was, it's been a year and we just weren't there yet. Um, it's going to take longer than next, that. Next year, it was, it was all over again. So this is two years later after initially meeting Kenji. Um, here we are in what I call late high school. And we are able to get an occasional win on the in casual in casual. Okay. And it was okay. like it was like, oh my god, we've like we've hit this this like upper echelon of being at this level of competitiveness that like we wanted to, to get to. There's always there's always that you know, that that level where you start and you're you're shitty and then you start inching those wins on these the good players or whatever, right? Or your mentor or whatever. And then you see that you can do it too. And then you just you just all in at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was really good. I think back in those days, Jason and I together, um, we learned a lot. Like he was definitely like the only person I played for and each other for a long time. And we learned how to like talk about games and how to dissect interactions and how to talk about priorities. And um, we both went from being like bad to like mediocre and intelligent. I wouldn't yeah. say that we were we were like strong and good but we were smart enough to know what the hell was going on what what so, what like time is this like like early 2000s type deal yeah this is late high school so this is 2004 okay okay yeah, 2003 2004 right okay okay gotcha awesome. gotcha yeah 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 so then um that was like if you want to put like a line in the sand of when like our actual competitive gaming began sure it, it was there it was 2004 okay like okay. that that's when we started to really make a point to to travel, to, to compete, to learn, um, outside of being casual. And that was, that was around, that was, ugh, was that around the same time or was that before you're like, um, learning at college, like, like playing guilty gear with, with a group of people at college? Yeah. So that was just before then. Okay. Right? Just so, so you guys um, were getting your ball bearings and then you went out and traveled. Yeah. So, um, college, we'll go there next. It's such a cool time. Like, sure. I mean, coming from a small town like we came from, yeah, um, and just not having the exposure and opportunities that you get in bigger cities, and, yeah. and like all of a sudden, like your life changes to you're like in a dorm with a bunch of people who are, have mostly similar interests, yeah. and like they're accessible and they're fucking awake all day, and all of a sudden you've got like like three days a week you're having like guilty gear sessions in a dorm room and, and eating cheeseburgers every day, and life is good. It's fucking magical time, dude. You know, life is good. Yeah, yeah. we met. Quite a few folks back then, um, and this is by the, this point we had enough general interest that we like we played each other for like days and days and weeks and weeks, and we started to think like, hey, what if we just took a trip to the next city over? Like, what if we went to Lexington? Who could we meet? What games could we play? And like, how could we start to be like this traveling circus, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So there was um, there was a good year and a half of just like small growth in the dorms in early college. Um, but by that second year of college, um, Jason actually had come to the same college as me at this point. So he got added to the mix and we were already Damn. looking to like st start to travel and expand. 
So adding him back to it just took our like seriousness and level of play and, and like jacked it through the roof. Sure, so, sure, sure, sure. By that second year of college, we it was awesome. Like such good memories. This is back when we we just learned about what the tournament scene was. This was where tournaments were starting to grow outside of conventions, right? Were you finding had, stuff on like SRK and Dustloop? Yeah, yeah. I remember okay. going okay. like I remember Jason pulling up like threads on SRK <laughs> for like some some Street Fighter three tournament in in Indianapolis. And, oh like, yeah, just because it just because a thread said it, we just took it for what it was. I was like, yeah. all right, guys, it's Saturday. We're gonna wake up at five a.m. We're gonna drive three hours to Indianapolis and let's hope this thing really exists, right? Yeah, man, you're you're you know you're young and full of vinegar and pee pee like chaos from Primal Rage, and you're ready to go out there and you know do it, you know, and you got a group of dudes or people with you, like that's awesome. Yeah, I was. Everyone's excited to just travel and have an agenda for the day, and um, you got a, a three to four hour car ride there. That's a chance to talk about games. Yeah. Then you get to compete, and you got a three or four hour car ride home to like debrief on what the whole thing went. So you like really bond with people during and over that shit, man. You know, like yeah, you can make lifelong friends off that. Yeah, it was a good year or two because that's right when all these big gaming events that we know now, like Final Round and NEC and season feeding this is when these things were all starting yes so like yes this was like nec number one nec number two final round number one these are all the things that we went to at that time and it's yeah. crazy now to look back and think like what number we're on <laughs> i can't even keep track of i don't even know anymore because like uh, another example is it's combo breaker right prior yeah. to combo breaker it was year of gt mm-hmm. and before year of gt was a whole nother thing and like this is that time right now. Is that thing prior to UFGT? Yeah, it was UF, UFGT starting here in Cincinnati, um, and having it at like Keats's house or Funk Doc's house, ah, which is fucking yeah. crazy. But that's how it started. Yeah, Funk yeah. Doc and crazy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Funk Doctor Mario throwing the Valiums at the viruses. But yeah. Uptown Funk Doctor. <laughs> Uptown Funk Doctor. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Del the Funk Doc Homo Sapien. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, like th- that that whole era of of tournaments and going online and, and looking at SRK. Like I remember doing that, and like you're just you know no one really had like a there was no smartphones really or whatever. You had the Nokia bricks and stuff, so it was like you were still like printing off MapQuest directions and like hoping that this fucking tournament was there and existed like, yeah. when you showed up. <laughs> yeah. So it was like this magical journey you were taking, and and uh, I remember going on trips driving like four hours north in Ohio to go to a tournament. And it's just like, we're just, we just thought it would, it existed. It's not like I could log onto my computer or SRK to check in to be like, Oh, we're on the way. Hopefully everyone's there. Who knows? It could have been a fucking sham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time sham. Wow. Like we, we were just poor college kids. Right. I remember one time there was like a, the, the back window was broken out. Not like the full window, but like that little shitty triangle window on the side of the car. Yeah, yeah, and it was definitely snowing outside. So we took this large, like, Pikachu pillow and, like, stuffed Jam. it into the... <laughs> so, like, from the outside, Pikachu's, like, covered in snow. And from the inside, we're like, okay, we're good. We're going to go to play some Guilty Gear now. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if you had an electric-powered car, you wouldn't have to buy gas. Pika could just do it for you, like... Yeah, yeah. Damn. damn. Ice type is uh is really ineffective against Pikachu. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's just like I think it's normal or it's not very effective. So yeah, Pico would have covered that up. But yeah, other 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 little things that that you did to make sure you got there, like all these weathering all these storms to get to these fucking tournaments. It was important, you know. It was important. Like you spend all this time on this thing, 
you know, you and your, you and your crew or whatever. And like, you're going to get there, you know, whether it's like a burning man, desolate wasteland, or if it's an actual <laughs> tournament, like you're going to oh, fucking burning go man. burning man is sender from killer instinct. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the drive is real. Um, oh, we went for sure. To, we, uh, yeah. Drive and like the duality of a fighting game, like coming of age. Yeah. Like yeah. Midwest drive six hours in the direction you hit a tournament. <laughs> um, we went to yeah. one of the first final rounds, right? And had had a great time. I think what was significant about this final round was um, just two months prior, the version of Guilty Year, which was Slash, came out. And I think it was like a Japanese only. And this is back yeah. when we had like SWAT magic and we could burn games and mm -hmm. we started to be able to actually play Japanese games. Yep, yep. So yep. it was. It was decided by likely Hinder, I could be mistaken, I think Hinder made the call, that we're actually going to use Guilty or Slash to compete at final round. So we had been grinding a year and a half plus on, um, what, XX or something? Oh. Yeah. Reload. Reload. Yeah. Reload got an American release, correct? Correct, yeah. So we were okay. grinding on Reload for a year and a half. And then Slash came out, and then a month later, at, at like this major national tournament. And it was it was fun in a way that it was new, but it was also like sucked because it's a different version. Yeah, it was it was kind of a mixed bag. It was fun okay. to have like anything that you saw like was new and exciting because we didn't have like the the available content like you have on YouTube these days to know what was new, what was cool, what was effective. So we're learning about like new game mechanics and new combo routes and like new tools from characters like in real time. It's in exciting. This tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was real fucking exciting. Yeah, there was a couple a couple folks down there that we played some amazing games with in a team tournament. So it was a three v three team tournament. Me, Jason, and a um, a friend from Louisville named YKKOF or Young Kim. Oh, I remember him. I've I've, uh, yeah. played, I've played him in KOF ninety eight Ultimate at season beatings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So me, Jason, and um, Kim YK were in a three v three team tournament against. Um, it was just a tournament in final round for Guilty Gear Slash, right? And I remember specifically, like, the matches were really good and competitive and fun. Awesome. And um, we were connecting well with these folks. And then eventually, like, later that night, we see them again and we're talking to them. And we realize that this, like, small group of guys, they're from Tennessee. They're actually our neighbors, right? And we're like, well, yeah. shit, we should, hang out. we should hang out with you guys. And that was literally the first time that we had met um, Tad Griggs, Alpha Kami. And um, a buddy of his named Fraley, and a buddy of his named Shouse. So nice. Tad Fraley and Shouse, we met the three of them in final round, and uh, it was it was really cool because we finally had that like sister scene of folks who were just as interested and just at our level, and they were they were as as hungry as we yeah were, right? yeah 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 they were hungry, and this was um, a real great time of something blossoming that was bigger than just like our little dorm right so, for sure. For the, literally for the next, I think, 10, 11, 12 months straight, we would see them like once a month and once every two weeks. We'd be driving yeah. from like Kentucky to Tennessee, Tennessee to Kentucky. And then every now and then we say, hey, this month, let's drive out to like Indiana and we can all meet at this tournament. Damn, and we just, it just became to be this like, it, it was them and us. Like it was the group and it was, it was awesome. Yeah. We were all growing. We were all getting better. We were learning and coaching each other. Right. It was it was a great fucking time, Luke. It's like, it's like, it's like, and we'll get to the VMP stuff later, but that starting, you starting with that, 
is like it's like it's like being in a in a band you're like touring you know and you're going to you're excited to like go to these different places and then you go and play and perform and uh see how you do right and it, it feels really good like all the time you put into it's not fucking wasted because number one yeah sure you're getting better at the game but like i don't know maybe number one is that you're meeting new people and experiencing new places and like that's just so fucking cool and like you're just it's just so fortunate to be able to do stuff like that you know yeah what a what a golden age in that in that way like fighting games today their their accessibility is so much more that it has <laughs> yeah. it can lean it can lean back from the like the Lean social dependent I see what you're social saying social dependencies mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. the need to like go new places and meet new people you don't really have to can... yeah yeah so like that's a blessing and a curse so it's easier yeah. you can play more but like you're not getting the like the social connection and interactions that like we overcame and like thrived in in our upbringing right yeah man like i i feel like that shit's really important because like you know i don't know i don't know about anybody else but like i've met a lot of lifelong friends by fucking traveling and doing that type of shit and showing up to stuff so i get it you can be a superstar online in your own house like that's great that's awesome no not knocking that but uh doing that experience of traveling and meeting people it's uh ugh, just dear to my heart you know like yeah 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 so at that time, that was probably mid-college that we made that really strong connection. Okay. And um, at that time, Jason and Tad both uh, took some leadership positions with the group and really took point for like coordinating, navigating, teaching, coaching. And um, I think a lot of people were there for the ride and had a, a great fucking time. Yeah, right? man, for sure. Somebody's yeah. got to do they, it. They showed me a lot about how to like lead groups and uh, make decisions for other people, like for the best interests of the group and just how to how to navigate those like social politics while being like a fucking great gamer yeah it was, it was awesome yeah 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 it, that's that's another thing about being able to like like actually leaving your house like you you get real life social skills from these things that you could apply to you know other other real life things potentially if you want to if you want if you want yeah, to leave the basement you can yeah you could say that like in one spectrum like traveling for each event is like the like the boarding school of like education and then you could say that these these folks who are just online only like um don't travel and play that's like the homeschool version of fucking guilty gear right? strive rollback created a whole generation of homeschool <laughs> kids we got combo ricker we have over a thousand homeschool kids fighting each other <laughs> How fucking hilarious is that? <laughs> oh my there's a, god! There's a parallel there, though, right? No, that's cool. That's that's a funny. That's funny as fuck. But like, that's there's some truth to that shit. Like, like, like that parallel. Holy shit, mm -hmm. man! That's great. That's funny as fuck. I'm gonna be saying that at combo. We got 90, 94 people for vampire. Not one of them's homeschool. <laughs> We got a thousand homeschooled kids. Man, I, I never, I went to public school. Also, vampire is the public school kids. Yeah, yeah. We're outnumbered 10 to 1 this year. Combo. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. I ain't taking that fucking out of the show. That's fucking hilarious. Yo. Wow. Okay, okay, everybody. You, you heard it first. There's, there's public school fighting games, which are the arcade games, and then there's homeschool, <laughs> which has a thousand entrants at Combo Breaker. No disrespect to y'all. Y'all are shining. Good for you. But holy shit, that's so funny. Okay, okay. Um, 
Oh god damn. Where are we at? Where are we at? Th- about thanks, this, thanks about... for being on here once again, man. I knew this would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. Jesus Christ. We're just getting started. Okay, okay, yeah, we are. So I, I was I was basically going like um tournament con stories, uh memories from that and, and maybe some of your like greatest moments or victories from that era with the the Guilty Gear guys. Any of those any of that stuff, and then we move on to something else. Well, a story I think is worth sharing is the that that regional like camaraderie. It it birthed um, like a need to unify and to like to unite. So, um, Tad pitched an idea where we could um, all go under the same branding, the same umbrella. And this is right before we actually had official sponsorships, where people put like a funny name and a gaming handle just to you know be a goofball. But yeah, we all decided we all decided that we'd roll with. Um, uh, like a brand name and we'd be traveling together and it was it became more of this traveling circus and it, it was awesome yeah, it helped man. um so we, we went by the, the name tenkai gear which mm-hmm. tenkai is like a japanese word i don't even know what it means but they're the that's being a true weeaboo <laughs> yeah do, like do you know the root cause of why we chose actually tenkai no i i don't you did it, it's tennessee and kentucky oh. you didn't know that <laughs> like but apparently tenkai is a legit word but like that's it right Man, I never thought, or I never asked that. Yeah. I never asked any of y'all that. That's I just, that, I just thought right? you guys actually knew Japanese, but of course you didn't because you're American <laughs> and you go to conventions. Of course yeah, you uh, fucking don't. Wow. Kamehameha, right? Kamehameha. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll never forget that. I was like, are you fucking serious? Kamehameha. <laughs> it's Kamehameha. <laughs> and he's the turtle hermit. It's not Kame. <laughs> Uh, blew my load. Jesus Christ. Um, that's funny. I did not know that. Tenkai, Tennessee, yeah. Kentucky. What so, would it be um, Tenkai O if you had Ohio in there too, right? <laughs> Tenkai O. Like <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, one, once that got solidified, Tad really took the reins with the branding, the organizing. Tad showed me so much about how to. Um, it's a huge part of this. Ho- yeah, like uh, what I mentioned last year about like organizing a group and bringing people together like it was it was another tier above that because tab was really um stepping on the lines of like event organization and and being a to so i learned a lot of initial requirements and you know lessons learned and good and bad from tad during that time when he was doing so much of the the planning and the organizing coordinating and, yeah 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 and the the at this point we're all getting pretty competitive we're going to tournaments and like placing respectable numbers with the same brand on it right nice that feels good, and huh? Then, and then Tad decides, you know what? I'm sick of traveling all these other fucking places. Let's make everyone come to the middle of Tennessee. Oh, we're like, okay. what? Are you serious? And Tad's like, yeah, let's do it. Really ambitious, but he he didn't pull back on it. He said, um, and the most important thing is we want to make the experience um, the best part of what we're enjoying at this thing, right? So it wasn't about some big hotel ballroom and some big double elimination bracket. Yeah. Tad said, hey, let's rent a big fucking mansion, like a house. And let's have people crash at the house. Oh. Let's have like like three tournaments. Let's have a three day house party in the middle of Tennessee. Fucking that's gonna amazing. be like a guilty gear like getaway mecca. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's literally what it was. The so GGG. Tad, Tad made an event called Southeast Regionals because back then I think regional was hot um, branding for like a particular sure series. Sure, so like it was Midwest regional or Midwest championships regional. Yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he called it Southeast Regionals, and it was it was it was right, man. The, the timing was amazing. 
I think there was like 65 folks Holy total. Holy shit, really? And like we had a portion of the entrance fee was given to um, a, another great player from Tennessee named Mel. Um, combo god, crazy like combo video guy. And okay. he literally like took the, took a portion of the funds and like barbecued for everyone there. What? So it became this, yeah. Yeah, fucking amazing. It I've seen pictures un- of that. I've seen pictures of like you and like Chase there. Yes, I have yeah, seen pictures. Yeah. That's what that was. Okay, okay. Yep. So that's that's SCR. That was Tad's tournament. Wow. He did it again so one cool. year later. But I just got a big shout out to Tad because he taught me a lot about um, event organization, yeah, community organization. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 And you definitely and it, took the takes. fucking reins. You definitely learned from that. You definitely yeah. took the reins um, from him, I guess. And uh, as him being big brother at that time and doing that for a lot of us, honestly. So, yeah, yeah. For 10 guy guilty gear. I mean, there was um, back then, like we were all just poor college kids and Tad is a couple years older than us. Yeah. Yeah. Tad, like Tad had his career figured out. He was making great income. I cannot tell you guys how many hotels Tad has paid, paid for me in my it. life. Yeah, just man. straight up, like, like I'll never be able That's to so pay cool. that debt. is is amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I think there's no there's no debt involved. I think you guys just formed a lifelong bond, and uh, I, I can still see that today, which is really it's it's so cool. I, I I didn't know a lot of that, so thank you for that, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that really is my origin story up till about Cincinnati where I think you like know where it picks up. That's, that's kind of where, that's kind of where we are and that's where I wanted to be. Um, so yeah, uh, I definitely want your perspective on this. Um, so when you moved to Cincinnati, I, I don't think I would, I personally was in contact with you right away. I think it took a little while. I remember you had some like crazy like bachelor party here that people will talk about. You don't have to mention much, but uh, a lot of uh, our dudes met you through that or around that time. I think something, yeah, uh, something. And there was some guilty gear overlap there, some shit like that. But yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. So like, when did you move to Cincy? Like actually move there? Like my first year, oh, my second year after college. Oh, wow. 2008, I graduated college. So 2010 is when I moved to Cincinnati. I got, I'm going to say something real quick before we start on this. I'll never forget being at Seasons Beatings. I don't remember which one, but I remember walking around and <laughs> people thought I sold weed there for some reason. And I didn't. I mean, I well, I never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. But anyways, <laughs> I was walking around uh, the venue and I saw on a laptop playing vampire, you and Ray sitting down on the floor playing the game and I'm just watching and I'm just like, Oh hell yeah, this game's cool. Cool. And I just walk out and smoke a cigarette. But like, I remember seeing both of you as before I oh, knew awesome. any of us knew who each other were. And I, I'll never forget that. Cause I, I remembered your faces, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> how the fighting game scene was back then. Like yeah. I think Zach and I had a similar run in where we like, we saw each other at some tournament. We played a game together, but there was no interaction yeah. more beyond that. Right. But yep. um, there's so many stories like that with the FGC. Yeah. Like, I, wow. Uh, uh, meetings was Fixing the, uh, putting the puzzle pieces together, meeting people uh, and things like that. It's like, I've seen all these motherfuckers all, all these years. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you, you, you come to Cincinnati and there's, you know, here we go, I guess. Yeah. Let me, how does this story go? Yeah. I'm trying yes, to, um, 2000. So there's a, a small gap and there's, I should probably elaborate on the one year prior. So I think I've gone up to the college story, right? Gap in your employment history. 
<laughs> yeah. So can you explain this gap yeah. in, my, in your employment? The, the, this podcast is just sponsored by LinkedIn. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously with um, all the traveling in college, we had definitely met most of our neighbors. So we had had some nice interaction and made some nice friendships with people like Chase Lacoste, Zinac, or even like K-Jock Ray. Yeah. So we Shout met them back them. in that, that college traveling time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, after I graduated college, I ended up getting employed by a company that had me move to Lexington. So I was in Lexington by myself. Wow. Um, I'm a self meaning like none of the no homies brother, were there. No, exactly. Right. Okay, okay. But um, I was there for a little over a year. But the good news was I had already met K Jock and Zinat from like years prior. So it was like, great. I've got at least some group of folks I can hang out with. And, and that was a good year. I remember just every like Wednesday or something, we'd go to K Jock's place and be on the cabs pressing buttons and I'd be losing in super turbo. I'd be losing in, you know, VSAV and just like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was an awkward time for me because I was so invested in Guilty Gear, but uh, there was no Guilty Gear there, right? Um, Blaze Blue was picking up, but it, sure. there wasn't a scene, a scene there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where you and, were, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, K-Jock was really into Super Turbo and Vampire Savior, but um, it's not that I had vast experience with either one of those, and I honestly didn't care for Super Turbo that much, so... I enjoyed hanging out with them and we'd hang out and press buttons, but like my interest kind of stopped there, right? Sure. It was just to play games with your friends. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even though like I've got this competitive interest, I didn't have a mm-hmm. scene, right? I remember actually like telling Pri at one point, I was like, I'm going to quit playing fighting games like at some point during this year just because I wasn't getting the like the social commitments or like the scene I needed to keep it going, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like why I stopped playing so much because of covid killed that for me <laughs> if you don't if you don't, for me if i don't have that interaction it's it's demotivating yeah as as pg and like as dumbass as it sounds i think i actually i actually made that claim to priya and then i spent the next four or five months straight playing mario kart like eight, uh seven or something oh shit <laughs> getting pretty good at that game but realizing like i don't think i should be trying to beat um funky kong on flame flame flyer anymore that's unwinnable so that that's where you went on your hiatus that was your gap in your employment history for fighting games was funky kong <laughs> on flame flyer yeah that, was, that guy's uh, so good hell yeah wow. i think i remember you bragging about mario kart like when you first moved to sensei because i remember ethan was talking to you but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i um oh, that's his good memory just because it's fun no for so sure. this point at this point um like i'd grown past the con scene Right, because I was more interested in the competitive fighting games and less interested in the general like pop culture anime. Sure, which but, uh, fighting game little... tournaments are cons now, but sure. I've got a little sister who's uh, the gap five six years, so it's big enough at this point that she was old enough to start to get interested in cons. So I remember like bringing her and her friend to I think Ohio Con. Oh shit, they, Columbus, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They had this massive Mario Kart tournament, oh, and I fuck. was like. I was like, you watch this, because this is right at the time that I had like quit fighting games. Did you get them? I, I got fourth. Oh. It was amazing. It was a well. It, they only it was um it was top four. So like they didn't play it out. Like I got to the grand finals. It was amazing. Oh, I see. It, it was in the four player mode. So it's Mario Kart. So there was a ton of fucking people that entered that. So you were legit pretty damn good, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was. Not to his own and horn, my, but damn. My sister was like, "Damn, Kyle, I didn't know." Yeah, I didn't <laughs> was, know. Damn, it was fun. That was fun. That's really cool, man. All right. That's there was really a story cool. I was going to go there. Um, oh, so th- that's what happened. I was in Lexington. Uh, the job was going well, and it was getting really serious with my girlfriend at the time, who's yeah. now my wife. So yep. um, 
I we propose I proposed, we were engaged, and we we're getting married, right? Mm-hmm. And all this was like, okay, I can't be married and live in the city like different than you. And we both had our career started, but in different different spots, right? Okay, okay, okay. So, um, once we committed to getting married, we knew we need to like get new jobs in a single like spot. So we both got good opportunities in Cincinnati, and then that's oh. when we moved to Cincinnati. Was shit, nice. That, and and that was it. So that that yeah. that one year prior was lessons in with Ray and and Zinac and Mario mm-hmm. Kart. <laughs> So Ray funky has a Kong. lot of good, yeah, yeah. Fucking no, fucking Funky Kong. He's so cheap. Funky oh Kong. God. Yeah, man. Ray's got some good stories about me just drunk bitching about fighting games at his place because I was in a pretty low spot back then. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we've all yeah, been there. Was, it's all good. I think, humorously enough, I definitely bitched a lot about Vampire Savior because it wasn't what I, um, what I was expecting it to be. Okay. Because my entire perspective was like fighting games are guilty gear. Yeah, it was guilty all gear, guilty gear. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Right. That's where your yeah, mind that, was. Yeah, and now that it's so good to have diversity because now that I'm com- getting competitive in Third Strike and now that I know more about Marvel 3, like fighting games is so much more guilty. Different mm-hmm. flavors, different priorities, different you know skill sets for each one. It opened you up, man. Yeah, yeah. like a fucking like like a a Funky mi- Kong mix-up. Yeah, like an <laughs> in- incoming fucking guard break from Magneto or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky yeah. Kong mix-ups, Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> fucking flamethrower. <laughs> All right, keep um, thinking about yeah, that. So we, so we go to Cincinnati, and um, and then I think you know the story from there. Pretty much, you, uh, yeah. So I okay, I'm, I guess I'll go for a second. What I remember about this is I'll never forget this arcade two, right? Um, I, we're just hanging out or whatever, and I remember seeing you play Vampire. And I went and sat down next to you and I played. I was playing Victor. I was like, I like grab characters and this is cool. Granted, the best grappler in the game Sasquatch, but whatever. So I'm playing you and you're like, hey, you get pretty good fundamentals. Let's learn this game. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's a game I've always wanted to know and learn and everything. And like during this time, like Marvel 3 just came out and like it was fun. But like I didn't want to take that seriously because that would give me a fucking heart attack in my late twenties. So I was just like, I don't want to take this game seriously. It's a train wreck. It's fun to watch, but I, I just don't want to. I want to, I want to get serious at a game finally. Um, and then that was it. And then as soon as that happened, then like Zach got into it, my brother started playing and you were just, we meet every week at the arcade. And then we started having these parties, AKA silly time, uh, do the, the roosters trips. And, uh, we just kept going and going and going and then decided to call it something. And uh, I think it was a collab between me and you that ended up VMP, which is a play on uh, <clears throat> Empire Arcadia. So we called it Vampire it Arcadia because we were crazy and thought it was hilarious. And we we're like, let's make this something because we were all hanging out so fucking much, man. Like, I remember there was days of the week I'd, I'd play three times a week, sometimes five times a week. It was fucking absurd. And I was in between opportunities, as they say, you know. So, like, I had a lot of free time on my hands. I was living in my grandma's basement. I just didn't want to be there. So, I was just always out playing games with you guys, getting fucked up. And it was an awesome time for me, man. I'll have to say. And, like, uh, another thing I want to say before I let you go back is you are you are one of the best fucking teachers and the whole FGC. And I'll just say that because I've never had, I've always been kind of like the guy in my little bubble before. Like I met all the arcade guys at this period of time where like I would kind of train people, but I'm, I was, I'm nowhere near it. 
you just learned all that shit from Todd and you carried over that leadership role very well, man. And I, I definitely appreciate everything you've done for all of us, but it's been a wild ride, but that time was very special. Oh, thanks so much. Like, yeah, it's definitely, there was, an, it was another golden age, right? This is probably the second oh, it was, golden age of, yeah, the, of it, my FTC experience. A hundred percent for sure. For sure. Yeah, for and sure. not like where, where Femto like fucking slaughters her and then like the, end of the world comes but like a, a real golden age you know <laughs> nice yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah 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 what can i say um sure i guess it's natty and first off i'm looking for guilty gear and i don't see guilty gear yeah so was a little bit of a drag but i saw a lot of cool folks a lot of people who were good at fighting games yeah and what everyone was missing was a focal point like a single thing to bring them together 100 percent. we were all over the I, place yeah, and I didn't actually have that answer. Like, I just was pushing Guilty Gear and kind of playing what was out there. I think Marvel 3 at that point, too, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. I, I think really the birth of this focal point was this legendary NEC trip. You hear about it from from K-Jock, you hear about it from Zach, but it's about um, me and my van driving a whole bunch of folks up to the Northeast, mm -hmm. and then um, we all just had a good time, so we knew that the friendships and the connections were there. But the more that we like overlapped and connected, it, it just felt like Vampire Savior was working for everybody. Everybody could learn it. Everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we had we had K Jock who was really strong. He was already um, really good. Yeah. 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 And I was experienced. I think I got like top eight that year. So, um, which I wasn't very good back then, but I was like miles ahead of the rest of the sensei guys. Exactly. So like yeah. I was in an opportunity to at least take them for it. Mm -hmm. And. Um, like at this point, I had been in fighting games for so many years that it was a chance for me to, like, really be technical and get it right, and yeah, also man. like do the leadership thing and pull people together. And it was this perfect storm of just like it worked. We had people, like I think the the the, the smallest weekly would have been like fourteen people, which is still fucking amazing. Kyle, like a weekly. I remember there was a couple Thursday nights at Arcade Two. Where we were doing this thing, if you won the tournament, you you could be VMP. We had like thirty people a couple times, and it was fucking wow. crazy. It was it was it was absurd how many people were playing Vampire Savior in little old Cincinnati, Ohio, and it blew my fucking mind. And at that point, I was like, I'm all in. Like I'm so invested in this. Like let's do this. I don't know where this is gonna go, but I'm part of this. Let's fucking do it. You know. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. It was a. It was a. It was crazy town. It was. was, it was a good time. It's bullet as butterflies. Like 2012, 2013. That's almost a decade ago, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. It's like ten years ago. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. I dude. remember. Crazy. Um, that was such a good time. I remember. Um, we just started recording and streaming the the weeklies. Yes. Yeah, that was such a good time. I, that was literally my first time on the. And I think that was your first time. And like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the chemistry, the like, whoo, I could see like the inner loop just like blossoming and glowing and like getting crazier and crazier, like for the better. Yeah. Definitely harnessing it. Uh, we, yeah, I, I actually went back. I think I sent you a video. I don't remember, but I went back and, and watched some of these old videos and it's just so polarizing as to, you know, what's going on now. The quality was so fucking bad. We could barely figure out the audio 90% of the time. We could barely. It was like it was like the string with the cups. Like we could barely figure out the fucking audio. But like we just were having such a good time. And I feel like we all felt like we wanted to do something with this. And I'll never forget like our first like outing 
was going to season's beatings, and that's when we all first met Mar in person. Oh yeah, that was a good one. And can you imagine like Mar's perspective? The guy's been yeah growing growing his scene and loving the game yeah, and then all of a sudden he meets like six, seven, eight like confident people who are like minded and like bringing the game to him. Like yeah. that is fucking when gold. I when I talked to him on here, he he was said you know basically said he was like starry eyed seeing how motivated we were. And I remember, as I said on that episode, we stayed up all night, me and Slayer playing Mar, and Mar got to 100 wins, and uh, Slayer bought us both McDonald's. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, and, it, and it's a time he'll never forget either, because he even said it on there. And like, you know, one of the big components of the scene, Mighty Mar, here he is, sees Cincinnati with this fresh crew, and, uh, you know, kind of heard of everybody or you, like through the grapevine or whatever in the scene. And then it's just like, oh shit, like people want to play the game? Here I am, you know, like, oh yeah, big part of it for sure. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, that was like our first outing as as like VMP, and it was very it was very funny. We were pretty brash. Um, I'll never forget. I don't want to really mention any names, I guess, but there were some uh, there's some top players that are pretty popular and known nowadays that they thought they could talk some shit to me, but I always put them in their fucking place. So it's all good. It was. <laughs> I, I think that the story there, which is really. Great no disrespect. It was competitive, but yeah. Yeah, well, the, the story there is um, this is when the FGC was a little young, but it was growing, right? So you actually started to have, like, player names, player profiles, player egos. It was that right? time when streaming was, like, there if you... I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, like, taking yeah, off, yeah. but not... It was odd. Yeah. Yeah, so VSAV was a space that um, there's a handful of players who are, like, um, undeniably top players in the FGC. Right? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm this, I'm talking about numerous people, and they would um, enjoy VSAB, and they would always be really good simply because they were top players in the FTC. Like they were just as good as VSAB as they were in Street Fighter Alpha, Super Ye- Turbo, Third sure, Strike, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Guilty mm-hmm. Gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the the most beautiful coming of age stories of of the VMP scene is like how our group has so competitively grown. Oh yeah. That all these other like top players who are really good, um, they realize they can't just like hit VSAB on the side and, and win a buck because like we as a collective scene play <laughs> consistently beat them until yeah. they decided to like put the time into VSAB and learn the game proper, which is, it, it was a nice, uh, like milestone in our, our growth as a scene. I, I, I feel like we were a kidney stone in their side sometimes because I, I feel like, I feel like this is, this is something I think I said before, we're going to say it on here is if you think about it, think of all the old games, you know, Super Turbo, Third Strike, CVS2, MVC2, all these Capcom games, all these top players, big names, they play those and they play those competitively. The only game series never got shine in America was Vampire series, right? So everybody played like, oh, I'll play Wolf like Street Fighter characters. I'll play Dimitri like Ryu. And that's how some motherfuckers were playing, right? Except for like Flo because he got trained by Mar, blah, blah, blah. But Anyways, like before that time, everybody thought they could just like shit their way to victory. And then you have people that actually play vampire come in and it kind of like threw people for a loop because they were like, oh, yeah, as you said, like we can't just win this for free based off our fundamentals. So so it's interesting. That was was huge. That was that was when I knew that as a collective group, we were um, we were really flexing and becoming strong. And it was a really good feeling. And it wasn't just one or two because you always had like. The K-Jock who could you know beat somebody, but when it when once you got like 
six, seven, eight players in that same position, it was it was the right benchmark to know that was like I remember. Yeah. I think a big one for me was Matthias. Like, yeah. You know, seeing seeing Matthias like get wins on like real big name top players uh-huh. was was a, um, like the marking, you know. The mark of the marking. beast cannon. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we're, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. And like, I I would see that and and all my friends, you know, and uh, when I was I was there too, and like. I remember seeing us just like as a collective do do like really well. And I'm like, God damn, like, where has this been my whole life? You know, and it's like it's here now. So embrace that shit. Um, that was a beautiful thing. Beautiful VSAP. Definitely. Um, yeah, that, that time period was cool. That was very motivational for all of us, I'd say. One of the opportunities it brought me. So like at this point, I had learned most of the TO stuff and the organization stuff. And it was a chance for me to, to apply it, but I didn't have to more space right so at for this time of for me i think of anything i was actually learning the intricacies of the other characters more than anything else yeah you, yeah like i knew sasquatch stuff i knew morgan and little stuff but like i didn't know baletta or lele and like I, I felt like i learned a lot of those characters and their strengths and weaknesses and their tools yeah in that that al stretch which was um big for like documenting and teaching and learning and showing and just my understanding of the game as a whole yeah you 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 basically taught everybody their character like me and you learned victor together that was very cool like i that was very very cool time very special time but uh yeah pick me up from beachmont where you live and take me to the arcade and shit that was so much fun (laughs) man yeah uh, bishamont avenue bishamont oh fuck There's I seventy five um, seconds, yeah. Damn. Shout out to um, Frat Broland for that one. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, yeah. Shout Matt out Moreland. to Dragon Kuroshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon's crown. Dra- it's Dragon, like Dragon's crown. Dragon. Oh, it's really just like the phonetics of Dragon. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do believe so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not my fucking name, but that's how I think it's said. But yeah, um. So yeah, meeting, 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 and like forming, uh, VMP. I, I'm, I'm gonna say one more thing. I, I, I never forget this. It was Power Up 2012. Shout out to Kyle Watula. You're the one that won that. Uh, ES Shadowblade bodied everybody. Um, was, was would you say that was like your greatest, like, like one of your greatest victories? It was a big one. Yeah. That, that um, had to feel good, especially at that fucking time, man. Like when you were, you were our leader at the time. Like you were training all yeah, of us. Like we yeah, all looked at yeah. you that way and you're the one that wins it. So it's like, obviously he, everything he says is right. Cause he just won the tournament, <laughs> but I'll, I'll never forget being in the crowd, getting hype and everything. I don't know if it was, it was during this match. I don't know what match it was, but it was that day. And I remember a Triforce is in the front row. And I think he's sitting next to me and Ethan or like I'm around Ethan's there. I don't know. And then, uh, Triforce is like, he's like VMP. What's, what's VMP? What's that stand for? And we're like vampire Arcadia. And he's just kind of like, Oh, all right. All right. All right. He, I don't think he took it as disrespect. I think he took it as like an homage type deal. Um, which was just fine. I'm not trying to cause like a fight or something, but like, I'm not the one sitting in a target snowstorm for the, get the first three DS, you know, that's him. But, uh, 
no 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 i remember that i remember him saying that and me and ethan were like yeah it's it's vampire arcadia it was just so funny i was like this is the guy's group that we're literally like fucking taking and like making a mockery of like it's no shade to him but it's like we're making a mockery of it it's like this is fucking hell this is this is just great everything felt really good at that point Uh, power up and then you winning power up um yeah and then like after that i'm trying to think of what happened like after that time period like power up 2012 where were we after that yeah, so you're talking about. I know we're um, jumping around, but no, there was some some more highlights of Power Up worth talking about. Um, I think a big one was we, uh, GB uh, sign came out. Shout outs yep, to first time, yeah, shout outs to Sean. Yeah, first time got to meet them. Um, they were uh, one of the very like grandfathers of the. I think they own the SRK thread for like how to play the game. So, Zowie, Kazawi. Okay. Yeah, and if they didn't own it, they they the first person that tried to do a holistic pass like, to publi- actually, like publish doc- it or yeah and documenting it mm-hmm. yeah so GB was one of the the biggest backbone of actually putting it on paper so um, tremendous there yeah love you Sean yeah that's um, definitely yeah. the first so, guy so I was extremely motivated after power up oh another big one is we got the JPs to restream it because at this point we uh because we started streaming our little, little shitty quality on like <laughs> video, dude it was video crazy man and yeah that shit was so bad you, like going back and watching that shit is so funny you can't find half of it because it auto deleted unless you like manually archive like i've got like timestamps on twitter that just go off and oh. die to four or four forbidden right <laughs> the quality is so bad youtube's like <laughs> nah you gotta go just let's erase this shit <laughs> yeah there, i think there was a platform we were using before twitch was it, it was Justin TV and then Twitch, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always thought Justin Wong owned that, but that's not true. Because <laughs> everybody nice. was streaming uh, games Justin, on there. Justin TV or Austin OTD. Yeah, that's right. Nice, nice. That's nice. the vampire version, yeah. So I was extremely motivated, and um, I think the next era here was the Darkstalkers Death and Rebirth, actually. Yeah. That's kind of what led into into this one. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. similar Similar to what Tad had done, where he had um, built a group and then uh, traveled and flexed and then realized they had enough merit to like justify housing and bring everybody else back to them. Yeah. Um, I was like, I think it's time. I'm going to do this. And I had a um, another person who was quite good at tournament organization. Um, their name was Osiris or Osiren. Osiren. Uh, Nathan. Osiren. Ar- yeah, Legacy. Nathan Shields. Yeah. yeah, great guy. He was an older AL person. Um, older meaning like back from that time, he was uh, very active. Yeah, and he was really good into tournament organization, uh, planning logistics. I think he did a lot of the MK events there, the brutality events. He was the one that did power up, basically, right? Oh, that's Nathan? right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. actually he actually did that power up. Yeah, Thank that was you. his. That, that, that makes was more cool. Yeah, that was his. Yeah. So the next year, I wanted an exclusive an exclusive vampire event, and um, Nathan was in to help organize. So this. Ended up being what we call today as Death and Rebirth, <laughs> yeah. which was absolutely amazing. That's probably one of the highlights of my entire step career is actually like hosting and successfully getting through the event, having a good time and great memories. Like that was huge for uniting, um, I think, regions outside of the Midwest yes. to our vampire scene. I yes. got really connected um parts of cali and parts of other scenes mm-hmm. um and that's when we really started to get some more internationally and i think that was a, sure. a, a huge line in the sand to our story i i i um prior to doing this podcast it's funny i 
I, I, I didn't really look back on that too much because, you know, it wasn't as big as like Makai, you know what I mean? But now I get to talk to everyone and they have all these memories from it. I'm like, that was probably the most important fucking thing we did. You know what I mean? Because it was the, it was the first vampire, like only vampire centric yeah. tournament, yeah. like, like ever I, I, that, 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 that had like that's the whole theme behind it. Like you had those posters made from that hentai artist and like all this, like really cool, <laughs> <laughs> like all this really cool shit, man. Right. Like the, the big booby Morgan thing. It was just awesome. Yeah. And like, like I still have that in my dad's, but, um, like, like you had all that stuff and then the, the, the Dante's Inferno, like, like leading up to that. Remember that shit, man? Like, oh like, man, like, that was so good. The planning and dedication that was put into this was, was, was apparent, you know, um, it, it meant a lot to anyone that was involved. Um, you know, having West Coast come out, that was huge for us because like yeah. for this game yeah. specifically, no one did that. Like people did that for Super Turbo. People did that for Marvel. People did that for whatever fucking games, but not that game, not that series. It didn't get that much love in the United States. Boom. Here we are with Death and Rebirth. It was it was amazing and it it brought a lot of people uh, a lot of good times man and then after that yeah. you know I, yeah. I I do feel like that's such an important part as you said it it spawned a lot of things um, after absolutely I was happy with the amount of events we ran it was a two day year I think and we ran yeah te- teams we ran singles hunter we ran we ran hunter we yep. ran a I'm not sure if we had a beginner turn or not but we did have a not um, that time. What nope. we call Dante's, Dante's Inferno, which I'm one of my best like crazy ideas. This was yeah. um, be- best of one, um, like playoff style. So you'd have like a um, sixteen entrants. You do best of ones, you get one winner, and then that person is guaranteed to enter the finals. And then you did that like eight times. Yeah. So it was eight eight small best of one single brackets. Yeah. Yeah, single limb. Very single Japanese leg. style. Yeah, and I really like that for. Um, the tier list and the competitiveness of a game. I feel like if you play a hundred games, your Sasquatches are going to pull ahead of your victim, right? But in, in a best of one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anacharis could win the whole day, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I was really proud of getting that accomplished. I think Ethan got second or third, by the way. Remember Minimaw doing so good that time? His, I think he beat me. I, 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 and he like never beat me at that point and he I, I think he beat me that time yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Ethan, Ethan did do really well and he was playing Lilith at the time yeah he got second yeah. and third and it, just to show how like that single limb can really shake up results it was awesome exactly um, exactly an important thing to note about that timing I think the timing is really good as well because um, Darkstalker's Resurrection had just dropped right it was perfect and it's kind of like now with that collection about to pop so it's like we're seeing these two different eras right but yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah. exciting we're, as fuck it was very exciting i'm actually i i might have forgot this like connection but it almost seems like the the dark stalker's resurrection was a play on words or the death and rebirth was a play on words to the resurrection i kept when when we did that i would get confused <laughs> like i would get i would get confused as to like which one was our tournament and which one is the re-release <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, did we, was our tournament called resurrection and the things called death and rebirth it's like no 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 no. they're flipped around but yeah, yeah, yeah that was nice. that was a cool time what was that like 2012 2013 it was after power power was 2012 so it yes. had to be 2013 yeah yeah so it was like looming it was it was the re-release was like on its way and we already had all this shit uh we were doing you know power up death and rebirth uh but no 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 death and rebirth we ran the console version correct 
We had to I have. Think we, yeah, we ran we resurrection. Had to have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We ran resurrection. Yeah, we did. So it was sandwiched right in the middle of of Power Up and um, uh, Death and Rebirth. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And about sounds this about, time, sounds about right. I could be wrong. Yeah, and about this time, I was so motivated, like oh, when, dude. With winning Power Up with like bringing the folks together with having a big tournament that um, I felt like I was in a good position to actually like go travel externally. And that's when I planned my first trip actually out to Japan. Oh which my was, God. Uh, again, the timing was so fucking spectacular. Immaculate. So good. Yeah. yeah. It was unforgettable experiences there. Met so many great people. Um, big respects and shout outs to Ken Gallen. Um, Ken Gallen. Ken is an amazing um like linguist the person uh, ling- linguist is that a word anyways yeah, he speaks a word. english he speaks english for his career so he is um a formal translator in his occupation right right, right. awesome yeah which was absolutely tremendous to uh like the opportunity there was also um a, uh, there was a player there we had a player from cincinnati really elaborate funny guy um named jay used to go by the handle oh kuso jay yeah you play Tasquatch. Which means yeah. shit J, right? Which yeah. is funny. He's a funny but, um, dude, man. I miss him. Yeah, he had just recently um, moved to Japan. So he was also an important variable in like my opportunity to go and stay and like leverage him. Oh, yeah, for... that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember now. Okay, okay. Yeah, I crashed with him for like a week. So it was like the housing. And then oh he God. was like hosting and like translating as best as he could. He was like laughing like, Kyle, I am mis translating half of the shit i'm trying to say <laughs> to them and like we're barely getting by and i'm like but this is great right don't worry <laughs> i just had to be a fucking blast regardless dude like oh yeah oh yeah so that ken did awesome reached out jay was there and we just we we connected well i think they started to see how serious um our scene was and how knowledgeable i was with starting to get respect by that scene yeah and man. i think that was that was really what started to like grow this uh, this relationship, this camaraderie between the JP scene and like the Western scene. And I think um, about this time, this this became my biggest objective in VSAP. Yeah. Like, not only as a tournament organizer, but like as a, a community leader. Yeah. Um, a major passion project of mine was to unite the like the the communication and the experience of the JP scene with like our scene because we're finally strong enough to like take the input and then and, and grow because of this right yeah yeah um I, i'm gonna I'll, I'll throw it in there real quick um obviously it's this is uh, this is that time uh for those of you that don't know we'll talk about this for a second uh kyle did a kyle did a speech at mikado i, I talked about this a hundred times uh basically saying what he just said um on the microphone in the arcade about um uh, bridging the gap between the U- like U.S. and Japanese scenes, and it, there's a video. It's it's the Kyle W. Kumite. It's on uh, it's on YouTube, and it's really fucking awesome. If I remember, I might post a link to it with this video. But um, yeah, it was it was it was a big deal, man. What, what did you think about doing that? How'd that make you feel? Yeah, that was absolutely incredible. Like I've <laughs> it throughout the story, awesome. throughout the story, I've had um, like goals and objectives, and like I actually achieved pretty much all of them like <laughs> yeah grew a scene, so. made some great friends right like brought the the usa together um and uh, an important detail which i don't think uh you said that the audience here should know is the that speech at ricardo that was five years later that was my se- my second time going to japan so when i gave that speech it was actually um like oh, yeah. uh see i can't it was me that. 
it was me putting the stake in the ground or like the flag and the moon. Like, hey, we've done we've done this now. Like I I really feel like we have established this it. Yeah. Over the last five years, because we've had these constant calms and we've had this like interconnection of like social. It's been it's been amazing. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I, I feel like we're there and um we've got stuff to prove it now. We are there because we have people coming and traveling. We've had you know JP's come to Makai, JP's come to Combo Breaker. We've had us go over there and. Um, that was really like defi- saying like we fucking did it. It was awesome. <laughs> I <laughs> I agree, dude. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, we were in communication at the time. I remember I was living in my grandma's basement. I remember getting on my shitty old computer and like that video popped up and I clicked on it and I just was like, I can't believe this happened. You know, like 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 he did it. Like you did it. Like Kyle did it. He he did what he wanted to do. And I mean, can you imagine how it made like all of us feel, you know, being oh, we're all in the same group. We're all VMP. Like we're all friends. We're all we all came up together with, for Vampire. And it's just like, holy shit, man. Like it matters, you know, like like we did it like this shit was it was inspiring, you know, and, and we, we didn't stop. We, we didn't we didn't stop still. So this I got a, a picture here at my wall that's pretty special to me. It's uh, a commission from Satan. But this is uh some of the major um, community leaders in Japan. I've got the characters represented and we got like a little flag in the background and everyone signed it. So yeah. this is a nice, a nice tangible thing that represents yeah, the, uh, the sure. conclusion of that bridging the gap. That was uh, so important to me. Yeah. Right? Uh, you guys can't see it, but it's uh, and and I'll release the video at uh, another, on another site or something, but uh, this is just audio, but in the background in Kyle's room, he had his anime room. He has a, a poster of a. It's it's it has VSAV wow. character. <laughs> it has VSAV characters on it, and it has all of our us American players signed signed uh, this this picture, and uh, he has it framed in his background. It's it's it means a lot. It's very sentimental. Very cool. Very yeah. very cool. And it really represents that stretch from like after. Yeah. So like death and rebirth was uniting USA, and it was the beginning of the journey of uniting like. And I feel like uniting between, what you went out for a second. I'm sorry. Um, East and West. So like okay, Japan okay. and yeah. And okay. like that was the start of that journey was the end of it was right at death and rebirth. And I feel like the conclusion of that journey was the Mikado trip I did in 2018. So that was about a five year plan of just growing comms and getting people together. Is that when your brother went with you? And you guys yeah, had like went, a crazy yeah. taxi, a crazy taxi experience or something. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. A, okay. yeah, that's some good ones there. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, what I should say is, by this point, because it's been five years, we have such a strong foundation. The wiki's been populated for there's sure. Resources, YouTube is up and thriving. Right, information is available. Um, the online experience isn't so great. All you had was Fight Cade One, which was um, had a big like asterisk to it, so it wasn't the go-to, right? But the information was there, and we, we finally started to, like, get Compile. the game figured out. Yeah. Yeah, and um, kind of a hobby, because at this point, like, I just love VSAP, and I keep trying <laughs> to find ways to, like, be involved with the game and, and keep... Keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I've done the social, I've done the TO, I've done the stuff, and at this point, I started to realize there was so many fucking bugs that weren't documented, right? Yeah. And it was... It was a good time because I spent about a year just like reaching out to every corner of the internet and at least putting them into one spot. So I, I took a, a big sweep swipe at the wiki and I centralized all the bugs 
that um that I could find, right? Yes. And what I started to see, oh, I felt like a detective here. It was actually another really great time. I started to see that about half of these had no explanation and couldn't be reduced. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. So they might have like a shitty resolution video clip of something weird happening. That's it, right? So once I finally got it all in one centralized spot, um, then I went to Japan. So right at that time for the second trip where we did the like the conclusive uh, speech for the Bridge in the Gap. Yeah. Um, I had some amazing conversations with um, uh, the technical monster over there is Ego Lele, right? And I think this is um, this sparked a whole new interest and a whole new like journey of me and my like VSAB contributions. And um, Ego, Ego and I connect really well. And um, it seems like it online. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had some a lot of technical discussion about what bugs were available and how they happened, and and it was a, a great way to get insight into what their scene knew, what their scene didn't know, right? Definitely. And I rem I remember like we get so far down a conversation, and then he'd be like, "Kyle, this this is all we know. We don't have the answers from here on, right?" And I remember like taking a big old like uh, compied chug of beer, like <laughs> take the sign straight, and I let this guy in his, in his soul, and I'm like, "Ego." I'm going to figure all this shit out, okay? Like, I looked at it when I told him. Like, I promised that we come up with the answers, right? This and is in was, person at the Is a Kyle, right? And yeah, he... yeah. This this was, like, through through <laughs> Ken awesome. translating and Ken kind of snickering, knowing that, like, I'm saying more than... I'm overcommitting to things I don't know what I'm talking about. Biting and, more and than truth, you can chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and the truth is I was because I had so much more to learn about this before I could just give him the answer, right? But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I promised Ego that Ken translated it. Um, what really helped kickstart this whole effort is that um, in my second trip to Japan, I made a point to go outside of Tokyo, right? So Tokyo has Mikado yeah. and like eight, yeah. But there's definitely four or five pockets of, of like established arcades and scenes, um, and I wanted to make sure I could hit some other pockets so I could reach out more than Tokyo. So sure, um, we went to um, Kyoto, went to West Japan. Kind of in the Acho, um, like not Aunt Fantasia, but like the Namba Hills area. Namba Hills, okay, okay. Yep. And going out there was awesome because I met um, Dara and oh, Takahashi. Shit. Yo, yeah, Dara, yeah, yeah. Right, they're not Tokyo. Dara, they're Takahashi Tokyo. and Atsuta, those three. Right? Atsuta, nice, nice. Actually, I gotta give a tremendous shout out to Zero One because Zero Definitely. One is such an important important part of the story because I met them in Tokyo. We connected really well. Um, and then again, zero one is a bit closer to my age, and his he's his English is yes. amazing. He, yes, he is um, similar to Ken. He does linguistics right. for a living. Right. Um, but prior to Ken, he sorry, how do I say this? At some point in his career, he was employed by some government agency, like maybe military or, or navy. Or, okay. And he was he was literally doing like translations. Yeah. For, for his job. So like, yeah. 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 Cool. So his English awesome. is amazing. Cool. So shout out to Zero One, man. Yeah, fucking Daisuke, you're amazing. Um, so similarly, like Daisuke thought, you know, this is a pretty cool opportunity. Like, I he knew I was gonna go to Namba Hills, like the other side of the country. Okay, and he like I didn't know how to fucking talk to Dara <laughs> or or Takahashi, right? Yeah, man. For sure. I get to the I get to the arcade, but like we coordinate where they meet up and where, and the like the first person I see front and center is literally Zero One. This dude. He's ready for you. He went from Tokyo to West Japan wow. and surprised surprised me to hang out, and he what was there. What a fucking guy, dude! That's awesome. Yeah, he, yeah it was amazing. So he Didn't was there have to do that. No, and he he translated all night long, and it was it was amazing because Man. um 
he was still kind of an up and coming player. Yes, um, yes, yes. At that time, that was like many years ago, right? So, yeah. in, in some way, it was his chance to also um, get the the knowledge from those top players. But like, I can't understate the dude traveled like coast to coast. Just yeah, that's to, like, that's out, yeah. yeah. It's still it's Japan, me. but it doesn't mean it's like you know Columbus to Cincinnati or something. It's it's no. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it was like a, a six hour train ride. Like yeah. it was not to, insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I get to um, had a good time there. Did a kumite on the west of Japan. Met met like so tw- cool. twenty or so of those players. That's right. So cool. And yeah. I felt I could see that this is a good memory, a really good memory. I remember um, after the arcade's closing, we're all just going to go out, have dinner and drinking, right? And there, there's a thing where they're obviously... and uh, They're what? Think, I'm sorry. Uh, hosting, right? Hosting, okay, okay. Yeah, and there, there's, I think, social culturally, they expect the person who's being hosted to kind of call the agenda and, like, say when it's time to quit, right? Oh, they don't know you too well, do they? <laughs> you, you, you've been through, you've been in the trenches of silly time. <laughs> like, like they don't know, they don't know how you get down. But this is a yeah, good I mean, way for you to meet the ones that would like hanging out with us, right? Yeah. So I I yeah, remember yeah. like I was out at the izakaya or the bar with them drinking till like three a.m. and like they've all got <laughs> families and like work the next day and I'm still going and it of like course. every minute it just like it's bliss because like that's so cool. We're, um, the same type of questions I had for Tokyo about, like, tell me your origin story. Tell me what you think about the tier list. Tell mm-hmm. me, like, the competitive nature and the meta. Like, West Japan had an entirely different perspective, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, it was great to get that divide. Um, the point I want to make here, though, is um, I ended up getting into the bug conversation with the West Japan folks. And the funny thing is, for about a third of those bugs, Atsuta fucking had the answer. Atsuta knew what they were and how oh. to do it. Oh shit! Like, are you serious? Fucking encyclopedia, then, yeah. Yeah, the Atsuta Encyclopedia, yeah. And that's the <laughs> that's the day that I realized that East Japan and West Japan weren't as connected and communicating as I thought they were. They they weren't. Right? Okay, so okay, like, completely different scenes, man. Like, yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, like, I start asking technical questions about bugs, and now I'm realizing that Atsuta has a bunch of answers. Tokyo doesn't, and then Ego has a bunch of answers that that like um, Nava Hills doesn't, right? Yeah. So I'm like, the next like two or three months, I throw myself in the middle of these groups, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm literally forcing them to talk to each other, and then within like wow. two months, we have like a third of those bugs like documented and figured out because the the missing link was the collaboration. No, no one was willing to be the thread of and uh, put it together, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was that That's was really fucking fun. cool, dude. I learned a lot about um, the intricacies of the game and like the technicality of some of those bugs, and that I think that that drove me down a whole another passion project for how I could better understand these bugs and how I could answer and figure out these bugs. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and it's a passion project. It is. Uh, if you guys don't know, check him out at Kyle W on Twitter. He's been doing uh, he's been doing this shit for years, um, uh, figuring this game out, and there's still new shit popping all the time and it impressed me and i'll say it a hundred times it's like vsav is like watching ecw on a friday night you always see a new way someone dies it's fucking crazy like <laughs> like like there's always new crazy shit like uh like that push stuff that just got found uh oh my god you know what i mean like that, that how many years later is this and this is still going on and like you were the one to take this role on uh to 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 
combine these scenes so all of the the, the big brains and, and the communities could come together and, and and figure out this these bugs and everything man that's that's so so important so cool just something that yeah like they looked at you like you're you know this this dog's biting off more than he could chew oh and yeah. you're like nah dude yeah. i got this it's gonna take oh, me okay. a while but i'm determined to fucking do it and here we are still doing it man still doing it how long have you been working on that project basically yeah so the the bug project was it's definitely <sighs> <a tough> <laughs> I, I know i'm that's why i'm asking i don't know I don't think there's a bug out there right now that I don't understand. So I think um, it's really like as it comes, I'll take a look at it. But sure. by and large, I, I do feel like I've answered all the unanswered questions from the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I feel like I've, I've reached the success I wanted to with like the bug hunting. Um, what that led to once I got all the bugs figured out was yeah. um, just an understanding of the inaccessibility and the secret content, right? Because... At this point, I've been playing VSAB for a decade. We all love VSAB. And it's like, well, you never shit, see the cool no... shit, right? Like, there's a rare win pose of Morgan I've only seen one time. I'm a Morgan player, and in 10 years, I've seen this thing one time. Again. Yeah. Like, that's, that's bullshit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, well, I'm, I'm so close. I know the technicality, I know the bugs. Um, This is, again, like going to bite off more than I can chew, but why don't I try to unpack the game let's do some reverse engineering and let's see if we can find other hidden content let's see if we yeah. can make hidden content more accessible like yeah. what if like what if we could add um donovan to this game like those are questions i wanted to understand <laughs> mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah very naive and ambitious and uh that that was my focus uh geez three or four years ago so we're getting pretty close up to, to the current state now right yeah we're getting close yeah now, so three or four years ago, that was my my next big goal with this like never ending passion project of <laughs> these right? Yeah, man, I remember even asking you a couple. I think it's like last month. I was like, "Hey, I saw this shit on a, a Acho video. Like, 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 blah blah blah. This happened." You're like, "Oh, I already got that." I was like, "Man, <laughs> like, <laughs> look, look at me like right? thinking I'm like observant and shit." And it's like <laughs> I already I already figured that one out. Here's the clip. I was like, "Damn." Yeah, and I think that one was not like far off. Like I think you figured it out like two months before that or something. Because I was like, okay, nice. I'm not too not too crazy off of off the radar. But you you figured it out, and I find that shit fascinating. I don't understand it <laughs> because I didn't dive into it like you did. But me looking as an outsider of it is like it's super fucking impressive. And then here we are coming up to uh, talking about uh, what you're what you were doing with the ROM or file itself, right? Yep. So um, when I started this journey, um, I definitely had zero experience with encryption, decryption, game hacking, like the technicality of, of reverse engineering. So yeah. um, my initial efforts, um, tremendous like thank you and respects to there's a few people with like the shoulders of giants who really started this effort. This is going to be um, Philanecki had done a tremendous oh, amount of work on nice. this effort about Filonecki. a decade ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Philanecki had already reverse engineered like the damage calculations and they've already, you know, the, the cutting room floor. Have you seen that website? Uh, no, I don't think you so. haven't. Oh, fuck. Look, get a six pack of beer and you're going to love this website. Okay. This is so cool. There's a website called the cutting room floor. It's a, an acronym TCRF. Okay. So go to TCRF.com. Okay. And this is a, it's a wiki page that, um, documents all of the hidden and, um, unreleased assets inside games. So you can like, pull up this website, go to like fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, 
and they're going to tell you every bit of like unused graphic or audio bit or any type of like hidden shit in that game that isn't meant to be. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's it's such that a That sounds work. fucking familiar, man. I guess they did it for like every game, right? Like Yeah, yeah, it's an okay. open source wiki, so it's like um anyone can contribute. So Philaneki did likely 100% of everything VSAF. And Where is Philaneki from? Sorry, sorry. They are Midwest. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yep, yep. So, um Philaneki filled out literally Hunter, Savior, Save your shoe, like vampire, and like there's a lot of content there. There's animations, there's graphics, there's portraits, there's audio things. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, you might recall. I, I see what you're now. saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So not only had they surfaced that stuff, but they had done the enough reverse engineering to be able to know how to find it, and how to like present it, right? Ah, so, right, right, right. Yeah. So as I started to undertake this project, I was very fortunate enough to to get their um like their help. Feeling like he did. A, a wonderful job of like giving me enough direction to like put me in the right direction but didn't spoon feed me but also they did give me um a very long list of variables or like ram addresses and saying what they are so okay. that was that was a tremendous start um and then very similarly um would be jed possum jed possum is the one who actually made the original training mode script using okay. i believe lua on yeah. top of like um the older emulator right so similarly, Jed had to know the the variables for like what is the health bar, what is the timer, so they could like make them infinite, right? Yeah. So um, similarly, Jed Possum was very generous enough to uh, give me and share all of the variables of the RAM addresses for for their project as well. Awesome. So all of a sudden, when I was starting this project, I didn't start from scratch. I at least had like the the working sheet notes from both these giants. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. My first effort was to combine them and make them communal. So I put a new wiki page called Reverse Engineering, and this is where I've started to just unionize or normalize what they started with, and then I've been adding to that as I've been doing my work. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You're all kind of putting the puzzle pieces together. uh, Yeah, yeah. Mutually, yeah. So this project took me about a year and a half total. Um, The biggest hurdle about this was, there's two things probably. One was the actual workflow. Nowhere on the internet could I find like what tools to use to do certain things. So the A to Z of what it takes to reverse engineer and modify a game, especially a two game, yeah. it was it was hard because I had sure. to figure out the workflow, not just like the work that had to be done, but yeah. like use this tool to do this thing, use this tool to do this thing. This format means that thing. Like I had to get all that shit figured Man. out, right? Do you have and like a took- do you have like a notebook? And you wrote all this shit down, or do you have it on your computer? Or- like, yeah, like so I bet it I, looks like I a was, fucking mess, dude. <laughs> um, again, I was so passionate about like solving the problem that I actually enacted another wiki page called Hacks, where I literally have this A to Z workflow documented on the wiki. So if anybody else wants to hack a PS2 game, they've got the tools, the workflows. It's all color coded. It's oh, all man, there. awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it took a year and a half, but the good news is. I I did it. I was able to yeah. find all these conditions. Um, I was able to to mod the game to make them accessible. Um, an important, like fundamental approach for me was that I didn't want to change the competitive gameplay. Like my background is in competitive gaming, yes. and I want this scene to adopt the ROM hack. I don't want this to be like the HD Super Turbo. You like divide <laughs> scenes and like fuck that. 
right? that, that was an interesting time. Yeah, it was a mess. Uh, yeah, you didn't change the game. Uh, you, you weren't going to go in and like, you know, make Sasquatch suck or something, you know, you, you, you wanted to keep the original game. You just wanted to show off all the cool hidden features that take these weird, like very specific rare requirements to see that little chibi character floating around and things like that. It made these more accessible so you can enjoy more of the game. Everybody loves, you know? Absolutely. It's really and, cool. Um, so awesome. What is, what's really nice about this project, like not only that it's done, but, and it has been accepted by the community, but I think a, oh, yeah. um, I think the two outcomes that make like really warm my heart and just make me feel like I was successful <laughs> is that it is officially adopted and supported on fight. Kids. Yeah. It's so on like, there, dude. Like, yeah. Like we're in a, we're in a pandemic. People can't play offline like they used to, but if they're playing online, you can play the, this version. And like once it got on Fight K two, like I was cheering, I was I shouting, remember. I was jumping, I was drinking. It was amazing. I remember the night you were like, "This is it! I finished it!" And we played it, and it was like Kyle W aesthetic mod when it boots up the ROM, and I, we just were all party and getting wasted online because it was during COVID, and we just had a little online party that night, and it was it was a celebration to say the least because we all know how hard you've been working on this shit um, for so long. And uh, yeah, man, show love to the aesthetic mod. It's really cool. If you've never tried it, um, it has all the secret stuff in there and you don't got to play for 20 years to see it finally. So shout outs to that, man. Kyle, you really did uh, some fucking awesome work there and the people definitely celebrate it. And we, we definitely appreciate the work you put in, dude, for sure. Yeah, it was my gift back to the community. Yeah, it, uh, 100%. It, it, was, it was start to finish. It was a two year project and it, it feels so good to like, it was a big investment, but to actually have yeah. a finished product that I feel good about after two years is, is so rewarding. It's beautiful to work hard on something that you're passionate about and you see like a, a tangible thing at the end. You see a reward, uh, you yeah. know, which is like, here it is. It's there. It's on the fucking thing on Fightcade. You just click on it and there you go. It's it's fantastic. Yep. It's such a such a marvel. It really is. It's not a Marvel game, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Super cool. And, this leads up, this leads me to like the last um, like success here like yeah. the last outcome of all these passion projects I've had is that um, in the last year or so the the Mister Cade has really been picking up traction. Dude, that's and so what, cool! What a fucking blessing of hardware! It's so good. It's the cutest little. It's like, this big. Boy in, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. little little machine that plays Kirby Dreamland, but it plays fucking everything. And to the best of our knowledge, we have all sat around and played this. Uh, competitively together and no one's complained no one thinks it feels like shit it feels amazing there's little to no lag on this motherfucker uh it's better than any console port that we've played um it's the future and you don't gotta lug all the fucking dark soft and cps2 boards and yeah. shit on you know on your strap them on your back and walk through the town you know but it's it's this little box and it's it's magic it's fucking fantastic shout outs to mister yeah, the Mister is is fucking incredible. Like Luke could go on in ten minutes about how good of a I mean, really, like, I actually yeah. really love it. Like I do. Yeah, and um, the final conclusion success for me was that I was able to get my mod onto the Mister as well. So oh, now yeah, 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 we have yeah, yeah. we have VSAB Aesthetic Edition in offline play as well. So we have VSAB AE on online play yeah. and offline play, and like 
that does it. My project is done. Like that's a success, <laughs> and it just it feels so good. You're you're everywhere now, man. The, you're you're not only do you have a you're you're a father there, but you're also a VSAV father too, man. Like we got Sean as the grandfather. You're you're the father, <laughs> right? A VSAV, yep. man. It's, you got it. It's really cool. Hey, uh, Kyle. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I got a couple more things, but I, I do want to say again. Like for those of you that don't know, like, and you can't tell, like, uh, Kyle's a huge component in VSAV, uh, American VSAV. And he, uh, has taken this to new heights if you can't tell. And, uh, it's, 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 it's really, it's really cool to see all these years, um, all these things you've done, uh, for, for me as, as your friend to, to see it, I'm just, I'm very proud of you, dude. And I, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to, to midnight pleasure to see all this stuff, um, flourish and uh yeah we reap all the rewards from all your hard work <laughs> but you know you, you know what it is dude we, we we all love you we all love it it's uh it's been fun yeah thanks luke there's yeah, been so many so many just amazing people that have been part of the story for like, sure for sure I, there's probably 40 people i haven't even mentioned who are so important to this like yeah while before the pandemic there was a good three years of a, a scene in seattle i met some really great friends and like awesome people with marshall and sev and hill and there's, oh, there's yeah. so many more that have contributed to, to to the story so yeah all those i mentioned and all those i have not thank you you've been you awesome know, you know who you are you know who you are yo what's up what's up okay and we are back this we're is, back uh, we're back yeah yeah, we are back attack, Zach, Marcat. We are uh The Marcat attack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are the um the blast from the future past. Yeah. What's that shitty like Fox licensing movie? Back to the Future and you're in the hotel yeah. room doing mushrooms. Um No, so, I was gonna go with, Oh no, we are we are Days of Future Past. This is um That's X Men. I know, this is Fox license fucking up Marvel Four, right? Like this is future <laughs> Kyle and Luke interjecting back onto the previous podcast. This Sorry is, for the cutting back and forth but this here is we are. kyle and luke infinite so <laughs> yeah infinity stone <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so this is yeah yeah we're, we're 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 putting this back in this might be sound a little weird in the podcast but we're i'm gonna put this part in uh kyle hit me back up after we got done recording and said like hey this is some important shit that i want to mention so i'm gonna throw this like kind of in the middle of the uh the original cut but uh yeah here we go Night. This would be like the the Resident Evil's director's cut. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is the DLC for the podcast. So, <laughs> podcast DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that's too good. We're we're on to new yeah. things here, but yeah, some important yeah. things. Uh, Kyle forgot to mention, and he he asked me like two minutes after we were done doing this, is like, hey, can we go back and you know talk about some more stuff? I'm like, sure, absolutely. So here we are, Kyle. Welcome back. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Luke. No so, problem. Um, there's a few projects that I didn't get, I didn't make the opportunity to like touch on and then, and then also like elevate and like recognize some other folks who are contributing in the space and wanted to, to give these projects their like their time and like give those folks who are doing so such awesome work their, their recognition. Right. Right. So, um, this shoot will be cut in right after the conversation about the successful completion of the VSAV Aesthetic Edition. Yeah. Once it was um, put on Mr. Cade and put on um, Fight K2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that was a pretty cool spot. So at that point, For sure. um, because I had documented, like when I did the mod 
and there was a nice readme that was very descriptive. Um, and then primarily because I had documented the workflow and the details on these two wiki pages. Yeah. Um, it was it was very public knowledge that I was I was a source of um, actual knowledge uh, and details for this type of work. Right. right. So. In in like after that release. There's been about a year and a half now of a handful of folks just reaching out to me with some reverse engineering questions. Of course, you're the man to go and, to. And it's, it's been awesome. Like I've had so many technical discussions with very like curious and smart folks who are, they may have different goals. They have may have like um, objectives outside of an immediate VSAV like ROM hack, but the overlap is so significant that we've learned and grown together. And it's been such a cool way to take this like knowledge base and experience and then help like foster and grow other projects, which, which has been awesome. So yeah. And for other people and, and stuff too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the first one I, I should give a big shout out to and recognition to is, um, a dear friend of mine. I met this person, met them shit probably two years ago now, but, uh, they are quite the active competitive QB player and they go by the handle of NB NB, and NB yeah. is fucking awesome i remember right. summer before last like I, I met this person on the discord and they were they were talking technical in a way that i could understand and it, it felt like like somebody could speak your language for the first time and like about vampire and it was like so fucking awesome they're on on your level right yeah yeah like oh my god we can talk about like ram addresses the rom addresses and when things happen and like what this actually means and i remember having a like just a Discord phone call. Like I, I called them up on the like, Discord audio, and like I was probably three times as excited as they were, just because I was able to have the conversation. I, I can understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember, like sitting on my back porch with a summer heat, just fucking like blasting on you, like some Pyron super, right? And my daughter's <laughs> playing in the swimming pool, like some Albath fucking disappointment of the earth, right? The wave, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking to NB, like this person is so fucking smart and nice. And like their goal was to make a, um, a some type of training mode functionality, leveraging right. the, um, like the data that I had centralized. Right. Admittingly that about half of that was actually an amalgamation of other people, Jen okay. Possum and Philanaki and the other half I put on top, but like w somebody was interested in taking that and bringing it forward. And it was wow. so fucking cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, this was NB. That was the start of our great connection and um, a, honestly a year plus of collaboration. So NB has um, taken on the project of... Uh, so init initially, year, man, three, four years, four or five years ago. It's been a hot minute, by the way. Sure. Jed Possum wrote a training mode like Lua script, right? Right, and right, right. And it was right, pretty right. cool. It would like, you boot up the, em boot up the emulator you get infinite health, infinite time. So mm -hmm. you'd also show hitboxes and hurtboxes and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, it was pretty bare bones. It was pretty fucking awesome. I remember have... you sent me the Lewis script. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking awesome. I was to have, like, impressed. The, the, the boxes the first time and have like a training mode on the, the CPS2 um, architecture, right? Right, right, right. Well, um, yeah, Jed did a hell of a start and it was great, especially for its time. But we're about five, six years later. 
and NB like rolls up their sleeves and they're like, you know what, we've got a lot of new tools and a lot of new logic that we can do here. And now that we have all this information from this website that Kyle's helping amalgamate, like we can take this to the next step. So sure. NB, NB's passion project was to um, take the initial Lewis scripting and just take it a whole like generation ahead of what it was. That's and awesome. It's been, it's been fucking incredible, Luke. Like NB and I have had so many conversations about like, well, what does this address mean? When is a proc? How can we like write logic around this address to to better inform a training mode scenario? Sure, sure. It's crazy the the time I guess you you met them. You know, they came in like quite a bit later in the scene, but like hit you at like kind of the perfect time for when you were getting into all this type of stuff. Yeah, well, and I was actually waiting down from it, so I just finished. Right, 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 right. Like I was, it was a good time. Ready, I was a, a, a little seasoned, <laughs> hot and ready for like sharing that information with someone who's willing to like receive it right except for you didn't get food poisoning like i did so yeah yeah that's, the, the fuckers are like 850 a pie now it's not a that's, five dollar that's hot and ready. that's no 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 i'd no, rather just eat a pie i guess no this is bad as subway you ever had like a, a 950 foot long at subway that hurts my feelings oof I don't think I've been there since they got rid of the five dollar foot long. <laughs> it's just not the same fucking place, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that nine fifty tastes different. You know what I mean? Oh God, <laughs> buy me a that'll buy me a gallon of gas now. But it would. Yeah. Yeah. So NB is great. We um like shout out just, to NB. I mean, maybe six seven weeks ago, we had a collaboration where somebody was talking about the challenges of the Bishamon unblockables, right? Mm-hmm. And like this is uh like. And be so great because this is a problem that you could really put some critical thinking into and you could solve with the right type of training mode. So NV was definitely like, holy, holy shit. You know what? Let's put some number on the screen and some graphic representation that shows the distance between characters. So we can like uh, numerically for the proximity. Measure. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find yeah. out the right sweet spots for the each unblockable per character. I think I remember like, seeing you post this is pretty incredible. That's yeah. fucking mind blowing. Like, yeah. how much of a service to the community is that? It's right? really dissecting it, you know, like breaking it down to its well, Mister Core, not her core. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's been um, I my role there has just been a consultant. Um, NB has done all the heavy lifting, and it's been fun to just talk tech and numbers. And I'm happy to see them thrive, and happy to see the training mode keep blossoming because it only just grows and grows yeah yeah for sure it started so fucking bare bones but once you you get a different mind on it uh different like fresh take then then you can start adding into it as well you know like it's a cool collaboration definitely yeah there's been a couple folks who have been quite heavy testers too so just appreciate everyone jumping in and giving feedback and contributing to this um uh, this effort right wouldn't yeah, say it's a man. full community but it's definitely a right. handful of really really advocates well it's it's the it's the the people in the community that are are, are like adept at this shit you know or, or find this stuff like more fascinating uh to to dive into like the game files itself to figure these things out which is to me on the outside looking in because i'm not like the most technical person in the world like i find it fucking fascinating and incredible and i think most people think of it that way too um, so yeah, it's, it's a big service to all of us for sure. Some real fucking hieroglyphics, man. Hey, it's like watching Stargate and you just like, what do the symbols mean? And then, <laughs> wow. Right, right, cool. right, right. Yeah. It opens a portal, right? Like a whole, it's a whole different world that you never <laughs> <laughs> portal Two. It's a whole different world that you never thought would be like possible or available, especially like on emulator 
right? You're like, oh, I need consoles. You know, I need training mode for that or whatever. It's like, nah, I don't got to turn. I'll never turn on my PS3 again. (laughs) (laughs) There's no reason to, man. No need. Cool. So So I just, I really wanted to take a few minutes and share the story of um, like taking that work forward and collaborating with MB and getting that training script, um, like to serve the community up and, and running they're, they're doing they're doing such great work and they needed a chance to a, sh- a shout to, out to share that story so good shit and yeah. you are awesome shout out yeah, yeah. And they're also a fucking awesome yeah. player. They yeah they're killer they're a killer b like i've watched them play a bunch uh throughout our shows we did uh last year and this year and uh yeah they they're fucking killing it they're really really good uh qb player for sure so shout out to nb you've done a lot of work for the community already uh, with just a couple of years you've been in, um, really awesome to see y'all uh, collab and stuff. Uh, you got some real powerful minds uh, in in the VSAV scene, uh, so let's 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 bring some of those to light, right? Fuck yes, yeah. cool. So I've got one more project I want to spend a few minutes like just uh, embellishing on, mm-hmm. and uh, that that'd be great. So cool. go ahead, go ahead. Um, NB was one of these four or five people that reached out to me just trying to like connect and talk about reverse engineering and, and yeah. yeah so one of these one of these folks their name is um is bank bank um i like bank bank a lot bank 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 in, bank bank i like bank, bank. <laughs> okay cool yeah bank bank formerly lived in kind of the new york area so they have like a new york type of upbringing attitude and we connect really well because like i'm familiar enough with the new york style people right <laughs> sure anyway, sure sure yeah I like the New York pizza, you know what I mean? Uh, the pie, as you say, yeah. <laughs> the pie. You're never going to You said that, that in the Midwest, and they looked at you, and you're like, you are fucking crazy. When we were at Roosters, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Apple or cherry, you know? like <laughs> It's a cheese pie, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> a cheese pie. Jesus okay, so. Pizza pie, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bank Bank reached out to me. Bank um, Bank. Bank Bank is a very smart person. Bank Bank has been in this, like, software coding space for a while so uh-huh. the like the programming aspect and the, the high level language was was not new to them at all right right but the the reverse engineering the cps2 the um, like all those tools were brand new to them so it was a really fun experience because um like in a lot of ways they're more experienced than i am so like i just had to show them two or three things and then they get it and then they go and then, like every time they came back i show them one or two more things and like in just three weeks, they were, like, faster than I am at all this stuff. Shit, right? man. Just fucking made for that stuff, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah, and Brain just really nice, way. respectful person. Bank Bank uh, spends a lot of the time in, like, the, the puzzle space. So, um, Buster Groove. Oh, um, puzzle games. Ma- okay, okay. Yeah, Magical Drop, shit like that, right? Puzzle Fighter, and, maybe? Okay. And that's sure, why they sure, reached sure. out to me. Because their first project was actually they wanted to reverse engineer puzzle fighter oh. and and they wanted to make the um there was a remix version for the newer console like a decade ago yeah 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 they wanted to retroactively put the remix changes into the uh, original hardware oh cool is, is that on like a fight gate i guess now like uh like that version it, it might be so um that was fun him and i spent a few weeks just going through the workflow of the process and identifying like how to make it happen and he, they got about probably halfway into the project, and at this point, they're starting to communicate like their successes and their changes, and to share it with um, the broader like puzzling community, right? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Yep. And then out of the fucking blue, like week number four, somebody like snipped on to what 
Bank Bank was doing. And they just flat out said, oh, by the way, here, I, I, I finished your project for you. And they just start to finish, like, made the whole fucking thing. Jesus. Right? Which was, um, it was bittersweet, right? So Bank Bank didn't get to finish their project. So it's not theirs now, but they did learn the tools. They did learn the workflows and it got done. So all these things were successes, right? Sure. So um, in doing all that, um, Bank Bank and I got a, a great respect for each other. What a cool fucking person, right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Make that make make a new friend, make that connection. You guys uh, both yeah. share in, in, in doing those things. That's cool. So Bank Bank realized that the fighting game community was a lot more engaging than the puzzling community <laughs> just because of the the type of feedback and acceptance you get with this type of stuff, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, acceptance in the way that, like, people are willing to play and embrace, like, the mod done correctly, right? Okay. So, okay. Um, the next few months, Bank Bank actually made a... Um, you might you might know this one. He, uh, They made a Marvel 2... Uh, it's called a Ratio, ratio mod. Ratio mod, yeah. That I, was I them? I don't think ratio is the right word technically, but that's what it's called. It's, yes. You so, can find it on Fightcade by like typing that in. It's it's yes. it's it's the ratio version of it. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, on like, ra- ratios where you like allocate points like to strengthen yeah. or like weaken like, a character. Cables this, is, this many points. The Captain America yeah, yeah, is like yeah. one point, something like that. Sure. I don't know Correct. the actual thing, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. So Bank Bank took um, Justin Wong's recommended like allocations of characters and yeah. made the mod that managed all that dynamically. So oh, that's fucking, fucking cool. Thing. That's who did that. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. That's bank bank. Cool. So bank bank. Yeah. They're fucking great. So bank bank, um, they were getting in there, they're figuring it out and they were loving it. And they just, they kept engaging me and they were like, Kyle, this is awesome. Don't stop. Like you had a great project. AE was a success and you shouldn't slow down. Like they did not stop pushing me. And then eventually they were like, Hey Kyle, if you could do one more project, what would, what would it be? <laughs> So they find like they were like teasing me and leading me, and I finally told them, "Well, you know what? There's a PS2 version of Darkstalkers. Oh shit! That ha- that has um these. It's a JP only PS2 version of the game. It has these uh, range mode stars that actually make legitimate changes in the game. So it's like a dip switch, but it's like um like patch note changes. Sure. And to date, there, there's no diagnosis for what star makes what changes. Oh. I should clarify. There's a Japanese page hosted by Shubishamon that details about half the stars. So the community knew, like, this oh, star wow. was able to unblockable. This star was, like, a rare wind pose, right? But the other half of the stars, like, probably 16 stars, no one knew what the Un- Unknown. Did. So this, this is the collection for PS2, not Chronicles for Dreamcast? Correct. This okay. is the JP okay. PS2 Darkstalkers... Collection, I think, is what it's... I think it's collection now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... You know, Bank Bank, they they pushed me and pushed me and they inspired me. And I was like, eventually I was like, all right, Bank Bank, you win. I will take <laughs> on this project. Um, I will learn the PS2 language, which is called MIPS. And I would love to be able to um, diagnose what these stars do in Darkstalkers. Um, an important aspect there is that on those PS2 stars, some of them are dated. So you can see that some stars actually affected real VSAP. And other ones affected like further iterations of VSAF. Yeah. And then so, some of them actually were only for the initial like prototype beta of VSAF. So the, the overlap between the VSAF bugs was, was significant enough that I thought I could do the PS2 project and learn more about like VSAF proper. Interesting. Yeah. And, and it was a fucking marathon. It was, <laughs> I think I started the project in mid September, right? It was like September 15th. And then 
I was I was so vocal about it. I was like, I want this thing done by Halloween. And I literally set like a six week goal for myself. And it was it was such a cool time because every three or four days I would discover a new star. And it'd be like a whole clip and a whole explanation about like what wow. the star does. Yeah. And by the end of the Halloween, like it was all done. I That's had, so cool. What a Halloween I, present. It, it was. And that was this twenty twenty uh one like that was this october it was pretty recent oh shit right? okay 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 yeah so Damn, i managed crack to, that one too i, I, I did it, it took i mean i i neglected work life hobbies friends i got into like the zone <laughs> for about yeah yeah right? yeah got into the flow of it damn yeah and then um i guess a bittersweet or interesting revelation from that effort is i did all that and then i was like full speed ahead through halloween and then, like, literally the day before I finished, so I had, like, I had 15 out of 16 stars, right? Wow. All of a sudden, a Japanese person who was in this space, they realized that the um, within the Japanese programming, the stars have labels that give you, like, a real good idea about what they do just what? on, like, a name tag. Right? Why are these so mysterious in the first place? In this particular example, it's because... You need a tool that does reverse engineering that also translates font to Japanese. So like the oh, tools that I'm using, Jesus Christ. it doesn't it doesn't display Japanese font. It comes out like some wing ding bullshit, right? Who who did this to me? These are literally hieroglyphics. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you're like you're like decoding, deciphering this stuff. That's yeah. crazy. So this JP person found the labels of all of these stars for every game. So it's pretty cool to see that like right as I finished mine. Um, this other person released the arranged mode stars for like every game in that collection, like every vampire, vampire savior, vampire savior two, the arranged mode, the hunter, everything. Damn. And uh, it, it was awesome. It was a great time to. Um, we learned a lot about bugs in there was there's like three bugs that are existent in the VSAT that we play today that we didn't know until I finished the PT the PS2 reversing. Okay. Right. Like okay. the one that. Stumped me the most. This I actually pulled in a, a buddy from the Seattle area. Their name is uh, they go by Ninety Nine, and uh, they were kind enough to be obsessive with me and like fight through this thing. But say Anacharis eats a projectile, right? Anacharis now has a projectile, and they can spit up that projectile, right? Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. So now say Anacharis um, has a projectile eaten, and then they go to eat a different projectile, right? So you're like Belletta, where you could eat the missile or the mine as an example, right? So there is a bug on that, like, one frame of his animation. So say so you have a projectile, you go to eat another one, but you get hit out of this animation frame, you automatically lost your first projectile. Even if, because you got hit on the wrong frame. So it was an oversight in the... So it's gone. Of that move. Exactly. You fucking lose it. So, like, say you try to eat a projectile and you fuck up and you, the timing's wrong, you could have lost your first one. Weird. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. so that's like that's one of probably twenty bugs that we're able to, or I was able to help uncover through this PS2 effort. Man, that's fucking crazy. That's cool. Yeah, cool, and cool, it cool. exists in our our VSAD version now. Like it exists in the version we play all day every day. It's there. But you just is, you don't see that often, right? So it's it goes under the radar. Um, but like even knowing that stuff is fucking crazy. So, damn. Yeah. Yep. So that felt really good. That project completed in Halloween. It was a mad rush to get oh. it, and um, and it's cool, done. man. So uh, another goal think, accomplished, right? 
Yeah, that that definitely concludes the like the swath of reverse engineering and like technical projects I undertook, and it's been a great time. That's fucking cool, man. And it's like you stay motivated with it. You know, it's hard to sometimes stay motivated uh, on on like passion projects like that, like by yourself. So you you have people with you that are just as passionate, maybe even fucking more, as you said, uh, to accomplish these things. So it's really cool. Um, you know, the friends you meet along the way, right? Yep. Hell yeah. Thank you, NB. Thank you, Bank Bank, and Bank, the other Bank. four or five NB. folks who just yeah. who keep pushing me. Yeah. Shout outs to them. Yeah. Thanks for uh. Keeping keeping Kyle hard at work here, even after he thinks he's done with his uh, goals. <laughs> y'all bringing new ideas to the table, fresh minds. That's really cool. All y'all get to work on stuff like that, man. You know, like uh, not everybody can do that. Not everybody has like the mind or like the the will to even like do that. Because I think it's very overwhelming for a lot of people. But obviously, everyone reaps the reward, and someone's got to fucking do it. So shout outs to all y'all that that do that shit. It's 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 fantastic stuff. It's like I, I, I applaud the work for sure. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. No problem, man. You good? Right there and All right. Me in somewhere, right? Yeah. I hope I hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, we're going to put this in and back to the regularly scheduled program. Uh, all right. <laughs> have a have a have a good rest of the podcast. But I'm glad we threw this in here, Kyle. Thank you for uh, stopping in your tracks and uh, and hitting me back up. So. All right, y'all have a good episode. And uh, yeah. We're going back. See ya. Yeah. Enjoy your um, fetus of dad bod. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, um, yeah. I I think I have like all the uh, like the main points I we I wanted to hit with you, Kyle. Um, I I have a couple. I'm gonna I have a couple things I want to throw. We can touch on little silly stuff, and then we can I uh, kind of get to final words and wrap it up a little. But uh, are you ready for some of this stuff? I am Yeti. Hit me, man. <laughs> okay, so let's re let let's recollect this the, a couple memories here. So, do you remember the NEC? I think is this is the NEC, not the first like little like oh we're VMP adventure. I didn't go on that one. It was the other one, the second one. I went on this one. Do you remember stopping in the graveyard in Pennsylvania, in the vampire? Do you remember what happened there? It kind was of the pee break. Was the pee break? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's so all I remember. I just but tell me, please. I just I just want to. I, I didn't know your scope of it, but I guess I'll talk about it for a second. So let's <laughs> okay, let's okay. let's let's set the let's set the stage of history real quick. Um. So we're in this van. I know we told the story a hundred times. I just have to have this documented. Okay. We're in the van. We're going through Pennsylvania, which is like the longest fucking state ever. Who knew, right? Oh, it so, doesn't end. God. <laughs> it felt like it was like a 20-hour fucking drive. It was, <laughs> dude, it was, it was dark. It was dark as fuck. And like, you know, it's all country until you get to the cities in Pennsylvania, just like anywhere in the United States, right? So it was just like, whatever. We didn't know. I didn't know where the fuck we were. Everybody has to like piss. There's like a ton of us in this fucking van. We're playing in the vampire, right? So we have the PS2 hooked up to this little <laughs> ass fucking TV, right? It the was little... widescreen, by the way. It was widescreen. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was widescreen. So, so like it took the four three aspect ratio and it stretched it out to be wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're playing vampire in the vampire. So I don't even remember what was going around outside i wasn't looking i was playing and talking everyone having i think we were even drinking in the car i don't remember but any other slooch was cracking beers but anyways so we're like we we stop like everybody has to pee and there's nowhere in this fucking exit there's no like just gas or 
a place called gas or bathroom. We just stop in this graveyard. <laughs> I have no idea how you even got there. We stop in this Zelda graveyard to look for the fucking master sword. Yeah, the crooked sword. And we, yeah, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we all get out and we're pissing in this graveyard like chaos from Primal Rage. Um, and then the primal rage, not the Super Nintendo version. Uh, oh, but man. we stopped. We stopped midway on the way home. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Nice, Go nice, on. nice. In a blizzard, right? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, so it was chaos. No, we we're we're all peeing. We're like all outside peeing in this graveyard, right? And then like the vampires, someone's still in there. The game is on. Like you can hear vampires standing here playing while the doors are open and we're all peeing. And we're like, I was like, guys, this is fucking weird. We need to go. So everyone's finishing peeing. We jump back in the van and just, we're just, we're just gone. Like it never happened. I'll just never forget that moment. Vampire <laughs> players and the vampire pissing in a graveyard. Like how, what more do you want? Like we are vampire savior. We're peeing in a fucking graveyard at night. There's a full moon going, Oh, but Oh my god! What a, what a time! That was that just that that's just such a stupid like offhanded thing. But like I'll never forget that. I'll always look, remember looking around. You know, there's Ray taking a piss. There's Kyle taking. Everybody's taking a pee. A v, that, no, we Kyle, we put the pee in VMP. <laughs> that's 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 what happened right there. Um, I, oh I, lordy! I, I got I got, I, I have. Uh, we actually Let me touched add, on everything. Go, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. before you switch up, uh, yeah. shout out to Matthias, okay? Because uh, my biggest memory from that road trip, the Pennsylvania one, was literally Matthias dodging a deer. Like, I don't know how. It was fucking, like, Sunday <laughs> night from a tournament, right? Everyone's literally beat and exhausted. Like, you're mentally and socially just stretched, right? And Matthias oh gives me the most, God. the most confidence I've ever seen this guy. He's like, hey, I can drive us home. Don't worry. And I can barely keep my eyes open. And Matthias Dude. is so fucking confident. And, like, I hand him the keys, right? I'm, like, dozing off on the side. And I'm just out of fucking nowhere. Like, like uh, I don't, I'm don't. i a shitty Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like, The Last Action Hero. Like, <laughs> Like, the, the van Jack rocked. Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And as, as casual and calm as, as ever, I can see Matthias, like, wide-eyed, alert, awake, kicking ass. And he's like, oh... I just thought to deer. We're good. Don't worry. No accidents. <laughs> what the fuck? You're like 4 a.m. Only person awake. You just saved like Thank the you. entire road. Yeah. Matthias, you saved a whole generation of vampire players. Congratulations. <laughs> um, man, there's some scary like fucking snowstorms going up there and shit, man. Like I, yeah. I remember a couple. We like pulled the side of the road like we need to find a hotel or something. And it's like, oh, it's not so bad. And I remember like Zach like saved our lives once or twice. Uh, shout out to everybody in the scene that's drove because you've saved us. <laughs> you've saved us. Believe me. Believe me. Uh, that's a good um, like silly, silly hypothesis. Shit. What if what if Matthias never dodged that deer? Oh, like, no, 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 we, no, 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 no. Would Let's we not... have like uh, flourished and went back to NEC? Or would we have been like deer cursed? Right. I, and then that would have there. I don't think you'd be worried about fixing bugs at that point. You have to be worried about fixing broken bones, dude. Like Jesus Christ, and it's some dangerous. We've been on some perilous journeys, man. And I, I gotta say, like, I'm just really happy we're all here, uh, still um, flourishing with a uh, with a combo breaker on the on the horizon here, man. Right? Like, like it. Uh, it's it's been a long journey, Kyle. It has, and the pandemic's been a, been a rough one. I um like on that theme. I went to Cincinnati just a month and a half ago. Or yeah, so. yeah, we and kicked it. Was, it, it was, yeah, it was such an awesome time to reconnect with everybody and and it see was... 
where people are at. So many people have like grown or changed, and it's all been for, for the better. Like, yeah, for sure. It, for it, sure. It's just amazing. Like everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own like chapters, trials, struggles, tribulations. But Agreed. it's so nice that we have this like um, this hobby and this interest to like unionize everybody and come together for the same thing. Don't say that word around target employees, uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have like anti-union propaganda. But anyways, um, I, I, I'll have to say like every, yeah, everyone's journey with this has been unique, but the cool thing is like every time we hang out, it's like, just like picks up where it left off. At least that's how I feel. And like, not only does that just seem magical, it's just like everyone's just seems to be, doing better than they were in the you know drinking yeah. till 3 a.m every day uh days granted those were fun as fuck but i fall asleep <laughs> at like 11 11 p.m now so like you know we, we've changed times to change it's all for the better um and it, it just feels good to still be around and all of us still being active um participating in the scene and still you know bringing everybody brings something cool to the table man you know like we all eat together it's great yeah so. I because I, of like we're on record, I'll I'll share with you Luke, my favorite Please. story of you of you and drinking. Like I'm never gonna forget <laughs> this moment of you and drinking. My, in my favorite whole life, okay? story of you and drinking. Do I have it? <laughs> do I even have any of those? Go ahead, please, please, please. <laughs> Fuck. Man. I um, I yeah. Oh. So I'm in Japan. I'm in the Japan the first time. This is probably 2014, right after death and rebirth, or right before death and rebirth. Either way. Uh huh. Um, there's a couple things I want to give for some people, and I want to find like some gift for. Like Priya, some gift for Jason, some gift for like some of their kids, like Zach and Luke, probably, right? I think I remember. And I remember, this, yeah. yeah, I like, I ended up couldn't find like the right type of gift. If you go to like the supermarkets, it's all like, like run of the mill shit. And, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. manufacture, whatever. Yeah. I finally find like a secondhand store, which is really interesting. It was we were actually we were there because Kuso J needed to buy a PS, um, a, a 360. So we actually had to buy a secondhand three. Hell yeah. Three, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was god fun. Anyways, um, that sounds. Awesome. I found I found like legit like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I like remember stuff. this. It yeah. was like it was like shot glasses of JoJo's Bizarre, and it was like it was authentic. It was in Japan. Like mm -hmm. it was it was cool as hell. And yeah. I think it even had um the the bulldog on it. Is it Iggy or is you it got Iggy? you got me Iggy the Fool is what yeah. his sand is the the fool yeah yeah it was just one of my favorites actually i love that character because he like pees on people and he's like mischievous and stuff so and i am yeah, kind of a fool so it works out so i found these like jojo bizarre adventure shot glasses i'm like this is great awesome hell yeah and then just bring that home and then the next week after being home it's like thursday night arcade night right yep. and this, is, this is my first time back from japan so everyone's excited about what i learned yeah right and, like i actually oh, yeah. I, I bring i bring a couple gifts for some people right I run into Luke outside in the parking lot, which is always happens because of like smoking days, right? That's <laughs> we were always parking lot partying, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just you and I, and I was like, "Luke, I'm back," and you're like, "Yeah, good to see you." And it's like, "I got something for you," and like your eyes lit up like a, like you were six years old getting a copy of Primal Rage. That's how excited you were. <laughs> like you just knew you were gonna get something authentic, like from, from Japan. Japan. I'm like, yeah, with, with love, right? Yeah, of course, because it's my friend. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like I pull out of my pocket like the shot glass for George's Bizarre Adventure, and like your jaw hits the floor. You're so happy. You knew what it was, and you liked oh, yeah. it, and like it was it was fucking awesome, right? Like, I Kyle, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Like, just like talking out of your emotional like so much, right? I was just very happy you were back, and very happy I got a present. 
yeah. He thought about <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. you know. It was really cool. It was really cool. He thought about it, me, and it was really nice. But and, and Luke's going on and on and on, and like he's so heartfelt. Like he's not crying, but he like he's emotional. And I, then I get emotional. He hasn't, he hasn't hasn't even taken a breath yet. Like he's still going on, right? And then like in one fluid motion, he reaches into his pocket. And pulls out like a, a flask, a fifth of like Jim Beam or something, <laughs> yep, right? Yep. Like one. Why does he have like a, a flask of Jim Beam in his pocket going to the arcade? <laughs> because my friend, my friend, I was an alcoholic at that point in time in my life. I just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> so then, absolutely. And then, like, I'm just watching this unfold. Like, what the fuck, Luke? And then, without even hesitating, he like opens it pours a, like a healthy drink in and then just like picks it up and i was like i didn't even bother like having to mention like why the fifth of, i was like luke that came from a pawn shop in japan it hasn't been washed like a yet. dusty it's old pawn shop looks <laughs> <laughs> like well the alcohol is gonna kill all the yeah, germs don't I, worry. <laughs> that's that's my answer that's my fucking that's a true alcoholic answer ah, the alcohol will fix it don't worry <laughs> I I, rem- I remember that, dude. I'll never forget that. And I got I got that cup somewhere still. I think it I think it is at my dad's. Um, but yeah, I was I was just I don't know. I'm just I'm just that's how I am. I'm just really grateful if uh if people uh think about me, especially when you're on this awesome trip. You know, this like trip to Japan, which is like you know for 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 us like playing fighting games competitively. You know, that's like such a big deal. Like that's your lifelong yeah. fucking goal. You know, and it's like here's my friend like coming back and like bringing me something that like i know something i like and i'm just like stoked about it and like i i, I had booze it was meant to be because i was ready to pour it in that <laughs> dusty ash fucking jojo shot glass like that was really cool what man a, it, was, it was a cool memory yeah what a good memory luke thank you for that yeah, thank you for the gift man for sure um but yeah um i i am just uh always once again i'm i'm happy i am so happy to call you a friend uh, we are lifelong friends now. We've been friends for 10 years now, right? Like, at least. Uh, yeah, more than that. It's crazy to think about, yeah. right? Um, wow. I've, 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 yeah. it's I, look. I've, 10 I've, more years. 10, ten more, more years. years. <laughs> look, I, I was cursed where I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to die at 39, but I'm in the best shape of my adult life ever right now. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. We're going to be good. Uh, when I'm 50, we're still going to be doing this shit, man. I don't care. It's going to be fucking awesome so drink drink that absolutely drink some coffee to that but um kyle uh thank you once again anything else you want to say or add we're we're good we man time this this is great this is great yeah i think there's one person who hasn't been um brought up enough and just want to take a minute to really emphasize uh zach marquette alias like absolutely he he's been a part of and tangent to like literally every story I said today, but I don't think I brought him up specifically yet. And, and he deserved just as much like Zach has been, um, a competitive player. I love him, man. A nice person. He's been a friend. Great fucking friend. He's been like growing with us, um, in like, as a tournament organizer, as a community manager, as a leader and, and as a top player. So I'm really proud of where he's at because he's at like the, the apex of all those things right now. And uh, absolutely, he all these stories and laughs and jokes and like history you just heard on this podcast. Yeah, Zach's been like an important part of like everything that happened from 2013 onwards. 100 percent. We all love Zach. Um, You know what it is. He's definitely taking on more roles. Um, But I'll have to say um, 
he's 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 coming. He's getting his time. We'll 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 we'll, we'll get into that. We'll 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 talk to him. We'll see. Of course, I have to do that. Um, but yeah, like you, man. Like for me, like like you and Zach, like you know, we all started those shit in Cincinnati. Um, and we're all still here. And like it's funny because like you know you're you're back in Seattle. You have been. And it's like every, as I said, every time we do like a show together or something, it's just like you never left, man. And like even right now, just talking to you, um, it just it just feels so good to call like you guys uh, friends and close friends and know that like even outside of like gaming, you know, we can rely on each other. We're friends. We could talk to each other about just life and stuff. And I don't know. It's just a really cool way to uh, getting into the scene is just a cool way to like connect uh, with people on so many different levels. So thank you, Kyle, dude. I fucking love you, man. Yeah, thank you, Luke. Love you too. Yeah, I go out to like work socials, and it gets really hard because you talk about work for a while, and you <laughs> talk about something that's not work. And like, I can't go straight to fighting games. I can't go straight not, to like reverse engineering. That's weird. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I, I tend to go to like my crazy friend Luke, and it, they tend to be like a focal point of these work conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and that is you, my friend. Okay. <laughs> hey. Okay. Good. If, if it's if if I can be an icebreaker for you, that 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 that's great. An icebreaker for that JoJo's cup, right? So. Yeah, man. Nah, it's 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 been a fucking wild ride. Take you for a ride, and hey, man, many more years, right? Cheers, kanpai. Um, kanpai. We'll do a good old good old coffee. Kanpai. Little, little coffee. It's still early for him. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been a wild journey. Um, we got more coming up. Um. I'm not going to stop doing shit. You're not going to stop doing shit. You're going to see us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that, that's about all I got, Kyle. Yeah. So um, I will see you and pretty much the audience of the show at Combo Breaker here in a handful of Fuck weeks. Fuck yeah. We have only two weeks left, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it's going to be a big deal because it's, it's my first, you know, uh, there's a local coming up soon I'm going to go to, but like uh, my first like in-person like big tournament in like two fucking years. And we were on a goddamn hot streak, man. We had a lot of momentum until COVID fucking destroyed it. Um, yeah, but we're picking up those pieces. We actually didn't stop doing stuff, if you don't know. We we were doing the monthly exhibitions last year, and then we're doing the Makai monthlies now. And you guys are doing even more than I am now doing the uh, community nights. <laughs> so, like, there, there's a lot of VSAV going on. Check out Vampire Arcadia. Check out Kyle W. Uh, check out me. Uh, just keep tuned in if, if, you're not, uh, if you're not already because uh, we're not going to stop anytime soon. So. Yeah, that's a, a good segue to like if you ask me the question like what's next because I've like oh no these- yeah I was I was basically gonna say like for ending like what are your future endeavors what are you up to and what's next where can we find you that type of thing that and that's like my, my conclusion nice yeah so just just getting there like all these projects and like definitive like conclusions and I'm like I happily said like I can finish this, this completed is yeah like, completed goals yeah like what my interest right now. Um, it's really been just putting in double the effort to keep the community going. Like you're doing the it. Pan- the pandemic has been hard. The offline scene has been dead, and it, it takes twice as much energy to keep the online scene alive as Absolutely. as it does to do the offline. So, spent a lot of hours and conversations with Zach and folks just coordinating the next exhibition, the next tournament, so we yeah, can have man. a platform for people to play and hang out. So yeah, um, you guys it's, are killing it's, it's, it, man. It's a necessity, but that's that's definitely where my focus is at. And um, I also I'm really enjoying commentary more and more these days. So um, my my stride right now is like enabling online and enabling sessions, and then just doing commentary. I'm 
I'm really happy in this position right now. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun fun good position to be in, and I I definitely love your commentary. Always have uh, one of the most knowledgeable people on this game, I, I, and also uh, you. You're pretty funny too. So, <laughs> the people, the knowledgeable people. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we always put on a dope show, right? So, um, yeah, and no, it's 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 always a good time. Like we we're pretty deep in this shit now. So like we, you know, as I said, like I'm not gonna stop anytime soon. Um, there's a lot of things popping off, and uh, we got a big one in a couple weeks, everybody. So uh, and we're doing shit there. We're streaming there. So keep tuned in. Um. To Vampire Acadia, keep tuning in to Fetus the Pod. Check out Kyle, check out me. Um, shout outs to Lindsay, shout outs to Abby, everybody that does stuff for the community. Um, yeah, man. Fucking vampire savior. What a what a what a time in my life, right? <laughs> it's yeah, such a, a thing, such a big a part. Like such a big part of my life. It really is. And uh it's, it's I'm not stopping anytime soon. So I hope Yeah, any... get it. Go get ahead. a tattoo, Luke. Get a tattoo. <sighs> I I have I have uh, no tattoos. I'm gonna get a tattoo of the band tattoo. That's what I'm gonna get a tattoo of. Uh, no 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 no. I, I I've never thought about it, but like you guys got like cool tattoos, and I, I have none. Um, I'm not totally against it. Like I'm not against it. I just I just haven't. And I just don't know. Uh, yeah. It would be something I, VMP related because like it means yeah, that much yeah. to me. Like you know. Yeah yeah. Like, and that's where I was going. Like I've got a tattoo I really like and special to me, but I'm also thinking like what shit like. VMP and vampire is so important to like my hobby and my friends and these connections in life that I almost feel like I, I need to get a VMP tattoo of some kind. It's a journey, dude. Like it was, yeah. it's a, it's a big part of a lot of our, of a lot of anyone who's in the scene, like it's a big part of your life. And, uh, it's just, you know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. It, it really does. You have a bad fucking day. And like, I know that I have people that I can talk to or call or be like, you know, you know, have someone to lean on. Uh, I'm really happy and proud to call all y'all friends. That's for sure. Hell yeah. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wild ride. We're about almost two hours. Um, so it was awesome, Kyle. Thank you. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see all y'all soon. Um, so yeah, enjoy the episode. This has been an awesome podcast, awesome episode, Kyle. Kyle W. VMP Kyle W. Um, Round of applause. Work, work. Thank you once again, my friend. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, thanks for having me. All the best, man. Bye. All right, man. All right, everybody. Two words. Have a nice weekend and peace. Bye-bye.